Welcome everybody to Talking Gaming and Tech. We're back here again Wednesday. And Grim is with us. Six o'clock. It's a Wednesday. We're live. Twitch.tv slash tick media. As you anyway. So this week we have stories of mission and rewards added to Nintendo Switch. We also have NVIDIA Leaks Switch 2 console, obviously, because they're the ones that are making the ships for it. Um, <laughs> uh, we also have, obviously, we are going to get into some Steam Deck stuff, because Steam Deck is out in, into the wild, and uh, why Bungie don't like it for some reason. Well, I'm not sure, but hey, we'll get into it. Uh, and, obviously, the biggest news of this week. Well, may not be Zynga. But for, for me, anyway, I'm not sure for Grim, but uh, Elden Ring. No, no, the biggest, the big Elden Ring. Zing is too much of a woman to play it. Oh. <laughs> no, uh, I just don't like that type of, of game. It's, um, bullshit. No, I don't like medieval games. Period. Bullshit. No, not bullshit. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Elden Ring. Uh, and I'm sure just like a lot of people, I was sitting there like counting down like the minutes before because I had it installed like the day before. <laughs> before I could play it. And then I had to help deal with a whole bunch of problems, which I'll get into in, later on, of the problems I had to deal with actually first loading up the game. Uh, but these are just day one bugs. It's, it's typical at this point. That's what it is. Um, on the other side, we're going to get into... So, uh, basically, uh, they're trying to come up with a standard uh, chiplet standard processor sock basically socket for basically all around for everybody uh but we'll get into more details with that and then we got a concept car um uh, it's a convertible too in, in uh, we'll get into there's a lot of details of a little car anyway <laughs> and we got twisted metal show slash comedy on peacock uh by playstation productions also known as trash mm. <laughs> um oh no that could be amusing uh twisted metal as a comedy no but. Absolutely not. Mm -mm. Dark, gritty show with comedy based, slight comedy. Maybe to that would be cool too. Yeah. But it definitely should not be a comedy in any fucking way. Mm. Just goes to show you these people don't know what they're doing. It's the same reason why the Uncharted movie looks fucking terrible. I don't care how much money they made. Oh, off yeah. The, of it. the Uncharted movie does not look good, but that's a whole other discussion. Uh, and then we got tomorrow, The Batman comes out, which I'm super excited for. Um, and yeah, then, and then we actually have a uh, release. Uh, the Batman Two actually is going into production, and we'll get into details about that. Already. So. Yep. Already. It, it, Nate read the story wrong. They're not going to go into production until after opening day. Well, no, but like obviously plans. That's not are... how movie theaters work. They greenlit the start mm -hmm. of writing a script. They're not greenlitting the movie until they know if the movie bombed or not. Anybody telling mm -hmm. you otherwise doesn't know how movies work. Well, yeah. Um, it's just not how they do movies. Well, it's strange nowadays because we've covered a ton, a ton of movies that have done terrible and they just greenlit it. And then movies that have done yeah, like... Yeah, but they wait until the numbers first, though. No, no, no. No, there's been tons of movies that have done absolutely terrible. The numbers are terrible. They'll greenlit it. And there's movies that have completely stomped the box office and they go, yeah, it doesn't need a sequel. It's fine. It, that's not my point. My point is, though, they still wait for the numbers before they decide. So even if a movie does terrible and they go, oh, but we still turned a, a profit... Mm. Or it didn't lose money. So what I'm saying is no one ever goes, we're making a sequel to this movie before the movie launches in theaters. Mm. They have to first see if it has any traction at all before they make, like, before they greenlight anything. Mm. 
Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, they probably have all these deals in place and they expect to make money. So they're getting ready. But if, like, if nobody streams this movie and nobody watches it, you're damn sure whatever they greenlit will be cut off immediately. Hmm. It just, it depends on... Nobody does it on their own. It's not like they... It's kind of like when you said they, they, they agreed to do five seasons like Wheel of Time or something. I was like, no, they haven't. Maybe at the end of the first season they did, but that's not how it works. No, no. They signed off on uh, eight seasons. Amazon did. Yes, they, they signed off on eight seasons, but every season will be a checkpoint. So if second season nobody watches it, then the other six seasons will not be made. Well, well no, to clarify what they did, because we need to cover some of the podcast. So what they did... Um, because you want those actors to stick around for eight seasons. You don't want them going anywhere. Yes, um, so, so, so they made them sign a contract for eight years, all of them, um, so that nobody goes anywhere uh, is what they did. And same thing with like the makeup people, the costume people, all these people. All of them had to sign contracts for eight years. Uh, yeah, that's so, a completely different thing from them greenlighting to do the series. Well, no, but the that thing is yeah, yeah. every single season. I'm sure there are some clauses within their contract, but for the most part, um, unless the show is like to the point where at, like it's hurting Amazon business plan, those actors have to be paid for the next eight years for that show, whether they do it or not. No, they don't. That's literally not how the, it depends on what's in the contract. Yeah, that's it depends on it, what it, the clause it, is in the contract. Um, but but the clause in the contract will be that they get a chunk of money. If the show is canceled, but it will not be anywhere near what they plan on getting if the show continue, were to continue. No TV shows were like that. They didn't sit down and be like, all right, here's the $10 million per season that we're paying you every fucking for eight seasons, regardless of whether or not we cancel it. Well, That's no, um, the interview with the guy who plays Land said he was joking. Well, he was he was just talking about in general. Uh, because they were asking him on the podcast, they were like, "Oh, how how what do you how do you feel about now that you're they're signed in for eight seasons? Uh, how do you feel about the show?" He's like, "Well, he's like, I think the show's doing well, but if it fails, I'm still paid for eight seasons, so I don't care." <laughs> he was yeah, just joking around. He's, he's completely wrong. He's not yeah. getting paid for eight. That's um, not so, how. That's not how it works. Yeah, that's literally not how fucking TV works at all. If that's how the Amazon's doing it then their TV fucking branch will not last much longer. Well, I'm saying, yeah, but again, like he signed the contract. Obviously he, but no more than anything, he signed his contract. Yeah, but he probably doesn't understand what they're paying him. <laughs> he probably doesn't understand it. If he thinks it gets canceled, like at the end of second season and he gets paid for eight more seasons, he's fucking delusional. That's not how TV works. Well, it's probably whatever his agent told him. Cause he probably didn't go over everything. Yeah, in that his contract. agent was probably like, you'll get paid like, a third of what you signed up for or like a tenth of what you signed up for, mm. but you'll still get something. And he's just like, well, I'll get paid anyway. But it's like, not really, dude. The show has to be successful for you not to suck. Mm. Maybe you'll get a little bit of money, but you know, mm. it's not really how TV works. If that was the case, then like, like for example, Jupiter ascending, right? They yeah. planned that being a trilogy. If that's how fucking movies and TV worked, then this, then that chick that signed on to do all three movies, the lead character, would have got paid her massive payout for the other two movies. Yeah. But she got paid nothing after the first one bombed because they canceled them. Well, the, that's I, okay. I had such like I like that movie. I still that love, movie is terrible. Don't even defend that movie. I, I still it like is so fucking. I, bad. I still really like this movie. No. Well, no, I still <laughs> really like that movie. The only bad part of the oh, bad movie is her. 
Nick Kulitz. No, yeah. the worst part about that movie is everything. <laughs> no, it's From her. like a five minute intro where the guy's talking and they're like, we want you to talk creepy. Welcome to my home. <laughs> <laughs> I can't understand you, you dick. He All talks right. better than, yeah. uh, than you in D&D. Dude, the whole yeah, but I'm not a trained actor. I'm kidding, and Jesus Christ! Someone told that guy to act like an ass, like to talk like that, and they were like, "Oh, this works." And people were like, in short bursts, but you just did a 15 minute scene with him, and that, but within like a minute, you're like, "Okay, enough of this fucking voice, shut up," because he just keeps going, and it just sounds fucking terrible. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't. The For best me, thing in that movie is that is the beginning action sequence on those fucking air boots, and the rest of that movie. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was cool too. Yeah, yeah I walked uh, out of it during a blizzard. Ask Aaron. I I, I just can't. I was yeah. like, the snow's getting bad, and I'm not staying for this shit. We're leaving. Oh, uh, hmm? I, I just I mean, like, only thing I, I didn't like is Mia Kunis. She was just terrible. She's just a terrible actress in general. Um, if yeah, they, but you don't have they, the right if, to say that because you point out a lot of terrible actors as good actors, dude. <laughs> well, that's you do it all the time. Well, it's a matter of opinion, really, too, in the end. But I mean, you think fucking the chick from Star Wars is good? Yeah. So surprise face at all times. <laughs> I'm, I've got anyway. a surprise face the whole time. Actually, she she actually she reminds me of a typical Zoomer. Actually, nowadays. She really does. She's fucking terrible. Well, she is a zoomer, She's I think, actually. Uh, the actress is. 80% of what's terrible about that show, um, about so. that movie. But anyway, <laughs> what the heck's everybody up to? D&D and Elden Ring. Next. Absolutely nothing. It's absolutely nothing. Uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Call of I've Duty. Been slammed, uh, I've been slamming streamers online because these fucking pussies are, like, bitching about how hard... Elden Ring is, and then like, it, like the people that run their mouths by playing games, like Summit One G, who calls himself the greatest gamer in the world, okay. and then fucking plays Elden Ring for like two hours and comes up with excuses for why it's bad because he's terrible at the game. Oh yeah, it's not okay. Like, so, him- so the thing is though with Elden Ring though, it's it's hard. Yes, it's hard in general, uh, but I actually think it's actually not as hard as like Dark Souls Three. Well, I don't believe you, and I will be determined by how far you've gotten. Well, that's the thing. I'm just like, I fucking, I get the, like into that tick of like the same thing that happens to me, like that happened to me in Breath of the Wild when I first started playing and in Skyrim when I first started playing. I just fucking explore everywhere. I just like, I'm like, ooh, what's over there? Ooh, what's over there? Ooh, what's over there? I want to know what you've killed. Uh, the only main. Before you make the statement of it's easy. The only main boss, um, what the heck's his name? The one that's north. Uh, towards the castle to the yeah, to the uh, northwest from the main starting point. Uh, that first main boss. The hell okay, there's like there's like four of them. Well, no, but he's on the ro- he's on the road to the castle. Okay, so no, you haven't done anything yet. Next, you don't have an opinion here. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> but, but no, he... you're talking about you're talking. I, I'll tell you exactly who you're talking about. You're talking about um. Margaret, Margaret. Yes, yes. Fell, yes. fell omen. Yes. That was a cakewalk in comparison to everything else. And he is a skill check designed to break bads so that they stop playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure. That's but like, how hard he's supposed to be. 
No, but like I've went like I've just explored and I went that way and I just randomly ran into him and I'm like, whoa, okay. And then I looked up, I'm like, and he's supposed to be the first main boss. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. No, he's not. He's just the check boss. The first main boss is Godric. The main bosses nope. are the ones that drop the yes, yes, Nate. I can tell you right now. Let me let me name the item because I'm in the game right now. Hmm. The main bosses are the ones that drop. Where the fuck is it? Hang on. The main bosses are the ones that drop these great runes. Godric, Godric's great rune. Every other boss is like a tier down. So like Margit is like a sub boss to Godric. And then the ones you run around with on the, in the outside world or in the, that you run into in the outside worlds are a step down below them. And the ones in the catacombs are a step down below them. There's like a tier of bosses. But yeah. he is nothing more than a check. Like he's not even story based. You have to get by him in order to get to Godric, but he's just like, uh, hey, this is just so you understand. You shouldn't be up here until you know what the fuck you're doing. That's uh, all he's there for. Well, yeah, no, I get that. Um, and to it took me about it took me about an hour to learn his pattern, pattern to beat him. It took me four and a half hours to beat fucking Godric. All right. Well, I kind and of I like beat well, every Dark Souls well, game. Nate. I, I, well, no, <laughs> but fucking uh, the that guy there. Uh, what were you talking about? I can't remember his name name anymore. Anyway, uh, I didn't really. I, I, fought, I, I called him Margaret. Margaret. Anyway, I beat him on the second try because I think I was way overpowered by the time I would decide to go and just go that way on the map. And I his... think it probably depends on your build because um, he's he's much easier without armor on because dodging his shit is much easier than trying to time your your blocks and berries and shit. Well, I made but a like. Well, my first build is a bandit. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, which he has. Wait. Which he has uh, Swift Step um, and Bleed. Yeah, that's so. basically, I've I've actually made it the game twice as hard for myself because I'm playing heavy armor. And that means, like, half the shit I come across, I can't fucking... Like, okay. I have to... You have to block and manage your stamina oh. instead of just rolling. Oh, did you come attacked? Yeah. <laughs> it's oh. much easier to roll around... Bosses, I've actually taken my armor off to beat certain bosses, mm -hmm. certain things, because it, the, the game, as usual, is biased towards light armor. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Oh, so, it doesn't matter. So a guy I work with, Tim, uh, right, he's, well, he had a, he was on vacation when it launched. He's level 70-something already. Uh, and he made pretty much a Giga Chad character. Well, pretty much made Guts. Um, and he said now at this point, he said the game, he just, he's almost like one shot or two shotting anything he comes in contact with even like big bosses. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and he, he never played any of the other Dark Souls. Oh, he didn't. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, but yeah, he said it's like absolutely when you max out like a Giga Chad character, it's just like, it becomes like stupid easy because <laughs> you could just smash anything in your way. Yeah. But that's how it is with all the other shit too. Like, yeah. Well, I started if you making... go full full caster. You can one shot people things yeah. with fucking magic. Uh, yeah. We'll get more into Dark but Souls. When the we point talk. I was trying to make is that when you're playing heavy early on, it's it's so much harder to manage your stamina bar versus just dodge rolling because dodge oh. rolling takes nothing. Yeah, true. Dodging takes literally nothing to do, but blocking an attack will take half my stamina bar. Well, like for so me, so I have well... to like completely manage all that shit well i'll get more into it when we talk about dark souls um so but the only other thing i've been doing this week obviously like anybody else i've been fucking just glued to fucking twitter um 
and Reddit about fucking Ukraine, but <laughs> that's that's all I've been just following like people like streamers, YouTubers, and stuff like that. Like I follow that are in Ukraine. Just yeah, it's funny scared. watching all these stupid Which people is scary. fucking act, act like any of the anything that the U.S. is doing is actually having an effect. It's <laughs> just fucking hilarious. Hmm. Like, well, none it, of this is going to make a difference. Well, it is having an effect on the Russian people. Like, there's a, a few Russian uh, people I watch on YouTube, and uh, one guy is like, he's like, I'm just fucked. He's like, I'm going to be bankrupt in like a week. He's like, it's it's what do you call it? It doesn't it doesn't matter because it's not you bankrupt them doesn't matter. The only way you're going to stop any this from happening is something against their their oil and gas production. Well, that's what we're doing right now. But no, we haven't done anything like that. We're literally no countries are sanctioning it because they everybody gets their oil. I told you. What did I say a year ago? You remember Bazinga? I said word for word that all this shit going on with Biden closing that that fucking pipeline is going to come back to bite everybody, oh. and now it is mm. because everybody gets their oil from Russia instead of from us, like it was going to be with that pipeline. Mm. But so we can't stop him from making money because the entire uh, EU relies on him. Yeah, I just like feel that like there's a guy I've been following probably since I started playing StarCraft too. Uh, White Ra, his name's Alexi. Uh, I can't remember his last name offhand. Um, but yeah, he's he's staying in Ukraine, and he is he's been posting on Twitter daily. There's been a lot of people on TikTok doing live. Yes, from there too. Yep, it's kind of strange. Um, and some of them at nighttime. I'm like, what the? Heck? Well, no, yeah. And what's uh, crazy is like, so like I don't know if you see a lot of the videos. A lot of these kids that are fighting uh, for Russia, they're just scared kids. Mm-hmm. That don't know, like they're wicked scared. So well, they uh, don't know. If, there's been multiple people. So right or wrong. Um, when we're taking in POW, when Ukraine's taking in POWs, I'll actually give them a phone and be like, "Hey, you can call or TikTok your family, whatever." Uh, here you go. Uh, let them know you're safe. Right, that, let them know you're so safe. You know, most, just so you know, most of that's propaganda. The people that are actually there are veterans from his other invasion, like ten years ago. Hmm. The majority of his forces are veterans from before. Yeah. Um. He's done. He's done this like twice now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's more reasons why we need to stop being so fucking soft on these people. Well, I think. I'll, the, the, well, right now it's three fourths of the world against. Well, everybody. right now everybody's going. Yeah. But oh, they're gonna draft us. Like, I'm like, no, you not. say it's three fourths of the world, but here's the problem: because nobody wants to sanction his oil and gas, none of them are really in. They're just, they're all making, it's like, it's like global virtual signaling. signaling. Well, no, they're all like, you're a bad man, don't do this, but nobody's actually stopping it. Well, no, but like the Russian people are suffering, like tomorrow, there's like, it's getting so bad tomorrow, there's a leak that tomorrow Russia's going to declare um, martial law. Yeah, but law. Nate, does that matter if they get to annihilate the Ukraine before anything happens? Do you understand how stupid this is? Because basically what happens is he destroys Ukraine. Kills millions of people, and then a day later is assassinated by his own people. All you did was to stabilize two fucking countries because <laughs> you didn't do no, something about it. No, no, you, no, you have a point. I know. You have a good point. Like, and again, this goes back to my argument from before, because I told you way back that, remember when we, we used to argue about, like, why do we have such a huge military budget? We have such a huge military budget because the UN literally doesn't. Every one of these countries can't even mobilize an well, army because they well, almost have well, none. Well, NATO, not UN. UN, UN, and NATO. UN, 
NATO, all of them. Well, no, no, that's well, two very different things. UN is like most of the world. NATO is yes, on, NATO is only all, NATO is only thirty one countries. Yeah, but Nate, you the UN also literally the UN also has a fraction of what they would need per country to defend themselves. No, you but you're you're mixing like, it up. UN no, has, I'm not because I literally argued with this like two years ago because you you were running your mouth about Trump and I pointed out that the reason why Trump, um, is disliked by the worldwide community is because he got on their case because in the bylaws of the UN. The United Nations, every one of those countries is supposed to spend a certain amount of money on on defense, and none of them spend even close to like five percent of what they're supposed to spend. No, no, that wasn't so they that that that, armies that, to defend that, that wasn't the UN. That was NATO. Uh, that, that was that is literally the UN, dude. No, it was how much because the the reason why is because Article Five of NATO uh, states that if one of them gets attacked, everybody jumps on that person that attacked them. That's what Article Five stands for, and that's why that budget's that's why that budget's there for the military. It's not. It's not just NATO. I literally just got that watching a video about it, like an hour ago. Because you are making the same argument that like leftists on the media had, and I've watched a Crowder video where he literally went to the wiki and pointed out all this stuff, and he's like, "See, these countries are supposed to spend like two percent of their GDP, but like most of the countries around Russia." Are spending no money on on defense, mm. and because of it, when it when this happened, they can't mobilize. Even if they want to, it would take them like six months to mobilize anything to go in and help them, because they haven't spent any money on defense. Because we spend all our money defending them. Is that why is how... they just went and gave them the right to bear arms? Well, no, and we just gave it, them six point seven. We just gave Ukraine six point seven billion dollars in defense money. Yeah, we give them, we give those countries money, and the UN is supplying arms, but they're doing that because it's easier to supply arms you have stockpiled mm. than to mass up people you haven't trained because you don't have a real standing army. Mm. And even if you have like, like, like I think Germany has like three hundred thousand soldiers, they're not going to commit them over there because that's all they have because they don't have a standing army enough to like commit soldiers and have soldiers defending themselves, mm. their own country. It's a huge problem. It's why, like, it's one thing, like, people hate Trump, but intelligent people agree with him on this. He used to castrate these people because they were, he was always like, why are we spending so much money defending you, but none of you are spending any money on your own defense? Like, the second he threatened to invade, there should have been three or four countries within that area who were like, all right, we're massing our armies on our borders and if you go into Ukraine, we're coming in after you. They can't because they they're couldn't. not. They're because uh, Ukraine is not part of uh, UN and it's not part of NATO. So what? Make them part of NATO immediately and do it. That takes That's years for that takes years for approval. It wouldn't take years and, if you had the, and, the reason why it takes years and why they're hard to get approval is because they can't stand up to them, Nate. Well, no, it's, but they the, can't the, stand the, up and, to them. None of them have the forces to stand up to them. Well, no, they've also they rely on us to stand up to them for them. Well, no, but Russia, uh, Putin's is threatened if uh, uh, any of those nations join uh, NATO, he would invade them. Again, he wouldn't be able to invade if all those countries around him had standing armies, would he? No, I know, but I'm saying though if they that had a force that had was a threat. No. <laughs> he made that threat. He would just. It's like if if I went into Bazinga's house with a baseball bat. And you two sat there with nothing, but I came in the next day and you had guns. I can't really threaten you if you have guns. <laughs> like he's threatening people because there's nobody there to stand up to him. 
they all expect us to do it for them. Yeah. And that's the big problem with the UN, the fucking, the NATO, and all these other countries over there. They all expect us to stand up for them. Because they're too busy spending their money on their own social, like, things, like free healthcare. Which is nothing wrong with. But don't turn around and yell, like, bitch us out because we don't have free healthcare. Because we're spending half our money protecting your shitty country. Well, not really, but yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, we give them arms constantly. All these countries. Our technology goes right to them. As soon as we come up with something new that that we deem that isn't like insane, we turn around and sell that technology to Rus- to um Germany, France, England, all that stuff like that. We are literally the head of the snake state. Maybe, but that's why we have all those like bases everywhere too. So that at any moment we can just send an air force in to do some dirty work if we need to. Well, we already did, but anyway. <laughs> uh... But that's my point. like but anyway, so yeah, do you feel bad for Ukraine? But I mean, it's oh, I really hope the situation gets better. Um, anyway, let's get into our first topic. So obviously, Steam Deck was released, and something really strange happened with Steam Deck. So when uh, Bungie let Destiny Two come to Valve Steam Deck, uh, the Steam Deck handheld gaming PC, uh, it's looking like the answer is near because. Uh, soon-to-be Sony subsidiary, has published a help page that not only says the game's unsupported, but outright threatens to ban people if they play on the Steam Deck. If they hack it to make it work. It's not. Com- it's just not compatible. I don't know why they don't want it to work on the Steam Deck. Uh, it, is it's it, probably not. Is it because of to. Linux? I don't know. They're just saying... You're not allowed to hack it to make it work because it probably fucking if they hack it to make it work, they can probably hack it to cheat and stuff like that, too. Yeah, it probably just goes along that lines. It's not like they're telling people they can't play it. People just want to spin anything as a negative. Yeah, yeah. but they for some reason, they won't let it run on the Steam Deck. You can play it on Steam, just not the Steam Deck. Well, yeah. Well, that's running on Windows. regular. Um, Yeah. Unless you convert the Steam Deck to Windows, you cannot play it. Yeah, it, it's probably some kind of security flaw, even though it's Linux. Oh uh, well, no, it is. It's. It, I'm sure it is a security flaw. So, what these people can do, um, so all you have to do to run, like, say they're going to run whatever, uh, file to hack into Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, they can run if they ran Steam OS on Proton. They could then make the hack run on Wine. Yeah, and it would be. It would work. Um, because the hacks don't, the hacks are built for windows. Yeah. But, um, they wouldn't work. Wine the, is basically but, a, a program, the thing that you use to make a game, but if they run just, on another OS, but right? if, uh, but they're running, um, destiny off proton, mm-hmm. uh, which is for the most part, it's wine for proton. It's up. It's more advanced. Oh, okay. It runs better. Um, uh, basically. So if anybody doesn't know, so the difference between why, like why you can't play destiny, like windows version on Linux it's because uh, Windows libraries and Linux libraries are two different things. They're categorized differently. That's what the only really difference is between the two. Um, the way the file structure is. Yes, okay. how it's read. Um, and that's the main reason why. And what Wind- Wine does and Proton, it makes a virtual library for the game to read off of. Mm-hmm. Um, so technically, to solve this problem, and if they just wanted to, they could just port a Linux version of the game. Mm-hmm. And no hacks could be able to get ran. 
Maybe the reason... they just don't care about porting a version of, to a um, system that nobody really uses. Well, because Steam Deck, I guess. Yeah, the Steam Deck. That's the big thing. And uh... I'm just saying, like, companies don't jump to fucking support platforms people don't play games on. Well, the like, Steam Deck. Yeah, I'm sure they're start. I'm sure they're working on a Steam Deck version, mm-hmm. but it's going to take some time because they had nothing ready because nobody uses Linux to game except for people who pretend that they're cool like you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think yeah, I'm hoping there will be a push. Uh, there has to be a big enough sentiment for it, though. I mean, it, the Steam Deck has to do well in sales. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see on that. I mean, it's not it's 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 a really good deal for the hardware you're getting in that thing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a really really good deal. All right. So rumored Nvidia leak may have revealed the Switch Two console. A new... So first of all, there was a Nvidia got hacked. Really no, bad. I know that. Like, no, I really know. bad. And this is stuff that they found from it. Yes. So yeah, I, yeah. So the Nintendo Switch is almost five years old now at this point. Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, Nintendo's next console uh, start appearing online. The hardware inside the Switch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dunno. Anyway. Uh, despite, hey, do you intentionally smack your lips just to piss me off? Despite the hardware limitations, the Switch you know I hate it. user base has been able to play some AAA third-party games while the Switch ports are titles are like The Witcher 3, The Hunt, Doom Eternal, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so, anyway, we all know that. But in the end, basically, this uh, NVIDIA hacked has basically revealed um, basically that there's a new GPO, GPU being developed for the Switch, which we know it's not in the Switch right now. So it must be in a Switch Pro or a Switch 2. And it has, what, DLS, DLSS in it, which the first one did not. Yes. NVN2. Yes, that's it. Uh, yeah, so... And yeah, so we do know that, like, obviously, and and it will obviously support race tracing and everything else. So this has to be a Switch 2, unless, which I don't think Nintendo will, because Switch has been such a successful model. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won't move away from the Switch model, I don't think. Not for a while. No, because it's very, it's, it's very successful. Uh, it's portable, and you can play it in your home. Um, so, because some people are speculating, oh, they're going to make a regular full console again. I don't think they're no, going to do that. No, I think they're going to make yeah. anybody who thinks they're going to make a full console is fucking retarded. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> the Switch has been way too successful. Like, there's, there's only two ways it goes one, exactly what it is now, but better, mm-hmm. or a full blown portable. Because that Nintendo's entire business has been portable for years, even with the Wii, like. The Wii and the Switch, all their real money came from the portable side. And they had them because they thought, you know what I mean? Like, they were Nintendo, so they should have them. Mm. But, like, they've been portable kings for a long time, and it makes perfect sense to stay that way for a long fucking time. Well, as long as it... I I think it'd be stupid to just go portable and not have it on your TV. No, no, it's perfect the way it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I made this argument, like, ten years ago that this is where they were heading... Because people were like, oh, they don't have the third-party support. And I'm like, do you play the DS, you dumb fuck? Like, Oh, jeez, it was they all third-party. N- Nintendo had more third-party support than any other company, even back during the Wii U era. The, prob- the, the problem is, you weren't playing the system with all the third-party support. That's what the DS was. Yeah. 
there there are so many companies that make portable games for Nintendo that it would be stupid for them to ever stop making a portable thing. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of shitty third party like games that were on those systems, but I, oh, I'm yeah. not defending the games. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that's a library, dude. Yeah, like the point is they have a library, and it's because they have like 300 freaking third party developers that make portable games. Yeah, it's like I wish I wish the Vita kept kept going, you know. But that's why that's why Sony that's why the Vita died. It wasn't because of all the shit that like fanboys tell you. It's straight up just because they didn't have the support. Mm-hmm. It's impossible for them to get the support of all those uh, portable devs when they have so you know what I mean. Like they were up against a wall. Yeah, and then there's like the games that that like are their first party getting people developed just for that game when they have all these other ideas they want to come out for like the PS4 and stuff. Yeah. They'd rather do that. Nintendo had a perfect setup. Yeah, and if you're probably wondering, oh, portable shit works. Why they, why people, oh, why is it the Switch? The reason why is because NX is cited in the file that was hacked. Well, one of the files that were downloaded, and that's the code name for the Switch is the NX. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, in that regard, it's 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 not because Nintendo has already said that they're going to go at least another four years. Oh no, we know that. A little, yeah, a little, while, little while back. But, so I don't think they're even rushing to get a new switch out. Well, no, but this shows the reason. This file shows uh, new GP basically shows file structure. Well, plans for uh, basically a GPU that doesn't exist yet, uh, which has You're DLSS. giving me more reason to say that it, that it's not going to happen. Well, no, this I is, think more than likely, if anything, it's just going to be another upgraded. Well, model. it's going to be it's going to be a Switch Pro, like a full Switch Pro, like that's fully that it's not compatible with. Like, with they, they first they come out with a screen, then they come with they come out with a new processor. <laughs> yeah, they come out with one with a full <laughs> new processor that's capable of like a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. People um, have to understand that when you get the when you get the next successor to the Switch, it is going to be on old hardware, just like the Switch was, because Nintendo understands that the key to it selling well is its price point. Yeah. Too. Oh, well, yeah. I don't think – I think what it is is whatever it might just be for uh, – because they're really trying to push that online that, – that cloud service that they do, the, yeah. cl- the cloud gaming, and maybe whatever this does will help it better. Well, well it also depends on your internet. It, it really depends on your internet and the servers they're running it from. Yeah, but if, if you're taking that pressure off of the servers, it might work better. Yeah, unless that's something to do with NVIDIA – unless NVIDIA is the ones doing the servers now for them. If it does, because that there's one of the best online cloud gaming services, so that could be. Well, most not was, too many people use it though. Yeah, it's the thing; it's not that big, but it works yeah. really well. Yeah. Um. So. But I don't know. I think yeah. I think we'll see. The fact that it says NX, I think it's going to be a Switch Pro, not a Switch Two. No, because they're still Switch Two Eight. Because they're referring sense. to the NX is referring to the Switch, the original Switch. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's not going to be a Switch Two. No. No, it'll be a Switch Pro. If, if, As if I even. just said, Nintendo will drop a Switch 2 when they can do new hardware that's still old. Hmm. That's been around for a while, so they can price it at like two, $300 like they did before. Yeah. Because that's... As much as you like the Switch, the main reason why that thing has sold so well is because it launched at such a cheap price compared to the other consoles hmm. and lets you bring it anywhere. Yeah. Price is king when it comes to Nintendo hardware. I mean, look at the Wii U. That that thing was a little pricey, and that shit bombed. Well, they had no support either. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, but it, they would have had support had it not bombed. Yeah. 
Well, and yeah. but the price wasn't that high. Pretty much. I think it, mine was two ninety nine. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. No, it was like three. No, it was. They had that trading deal. The thing launched at like three forty nine, four hundred dollars. Mm. I think it was three forty nine. I'll look it up right now. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So. All right. So speaking of Nintendo, so missions and rewards, complete missions to get my we got my Nintendo Platinum Point rewards. So. So does this mean because obviously you can buy stuff with like platinum points and stuff? Does this mean I can like win stuff? Because it, how is it different than what's already happening? So now you get like you know achievement points, right? Yeah. And those achievement points you can buy like well right now it's silly, but you can get like uh, icons and stuff for your Switch. You know your your little avatar and stuff. Yeah. Stuff like oh, that. Okay. It launched at 300, right? Mm-hmm. But that was the one with no storage, and the one with storage is 349. Yeah, I, I have the rare one. 350 because you have to buy storage to even do anything. I have the rare one, the one without storage. Yeah. The problem with the one without storage is you couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, you could. You just put an SD card in it. Yeah. Yeah, you, had, you still had to buy storage. You had to spend another 20, 30 bucks on storage. Yeah. Well, not if you like us to have like a whole shit. Yeah, I already have. We already have like a handful of SD cards sitting around, so I didn't spend anything. Yeah. Um, but you know that's true. So yeah, so with uh, this new uh, what is it called? Missions and rewards program. You can get like icons and little special little things. Uh. For your switch. Yeah. And then uh, like badges and stuff. But then you can also get it's not on this page for some reason, but uh you can also get like pins and stuff. Right now that's all there is. It's like pins, uh a notepad or something like that. Hmm. For like four hundred points. I don't know how much a game point is, or, you know, how much you get for it. Per game and stuff, like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But I guess they're trying. <laughs> Well, they're trying to make it enticing to play more, obviously. That's the idea. Well, n- no, they're they're trying to make it so the freaking $50 a year is worth it. Oh, well, okay, yes. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, you get your Nintendo 64 games, but... And your uh, now Mario Kart, which I think if they keep doing stuff like that with the Mario... You know how they got the Mario Kart, you get... um The newest expansion, I like, holy shit, homie tracks. Holy fucking... That's a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah. You get Holy that if you shit. if you're on that that plan. Yeah. Holy shit! There's a lot of tracks. Yeah. Now. So yeah, you can get pins and just backgrounds and stuff. I guess. Yeah, wallpapers, digital wallpaper. wallpaper. I, yeah. Whenever you have like points and stuff to buy stuff, if it's digital, I could care less. Yeah. I could find that in wallpapers on Google or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So uh, that drives me insane. But if well, it's, no, if but it's like, physical it, or a game or something. Well, like, for instance, like, um, you can get game code, like, you can get uh, point codes for, like, on a bunch of stuff. And I've gotten discounts on, like, a number of Switch games online from it. Mm hmm. Using the points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, b- before uh, they got rid of the other point system, they had uh, with Nintendo, you get, a, you get a game, you get this many points, you put them in your. your yeah thing and then boom i bought like a a majora's mask bag oh i gave it away but yeah yeah, yeah. they're like rare this stuff is like the rare stuff you know yeah but yeah you get certain little things but we'll see what it expands into i think they should be able to let you to buy amiibos and stuff but oh well who knows 
I think that would be cool. Be a neat way to get amiibos and get like rare amiibos. Yeah. So I don't know. Only one hundred made. <laughs> okay. So we all know Elden Ring launched obviously just a few days ago. Um, the first patches happened for uh, PS5 and PC, which aims to improve gameplay. Uh, in a new blog post, obviously on February 25th, the patch notes aren't especially long, but so um, PlayStation 5 changes to save game progression. Even when the game is not terminated, um, PC, it fixed issues where the graphics card was not being used, resulting in slow performance. Wow. Well, I didn't have that bug. Uh, fix yeah, the bug. It wasn't being used at all. Wow. That caused the game to quit under certain conditions during battle uh, with the fire giant. Uh, I had that happen, but not with the fire giant. And then the other bug is just fixed other bugs. Um, and yeah, I have to say, so uh, day one, so I was like sitting there just waiting to play the game. Finally, uh, can play the game. And there was a short update right before I could hit play on Steam. Um, I go to play it and it just says uh, easy, whatever, fucking the anti-cheat crap, mm-hmm. right? Easy cheat or something. Yeah, like easy that. cheat. Oh, it is not installed. I'm like, what in the fuck is this? Uh, I tried. I was like, okay, I tried it again. I checked in easy install was installed. Easy cheat was installed. It was running in the background. I checked uh, Windows services, Windows registry. It was running, like it's running. You stupid game. Hmm. Um, Why are you cheating anyway, you little bitch? <laughs> um, I uninstalled and reinstalled it three times. Oh wow! And then it finally ran. I was like, "What in the fuck are you doing, game?" <laughs> uh, and then it ran. Um, yeah, and I did have it crash like a few times, uh, fighting like the some of the sub bosses like around like on the map mm-hmm. uh, on the first day, and I was like, "Wait a minute, are you telling me you're cheating playing Elden Ring?" Um, <laughs> so it was like, "Oh no, say, no, don't, don't, don't. are you cheating playing Elden Ring?" Yes, I'm cheating playing Elden Ring. <laughs> anyway, uh, so oh my God, you run your mouth about it being easy and you cheat. Anyway, you are a little bitch. So, um, the first one that crashed was, um, the, what the hell's his name? The beast something, the guy that's in the wolf den. I don't remember his name. I don't fucking know the name of the places. Uh, he's in Roar. the, he's, he's in the wolf. He's, he's like man beast or something. I can't remember his name. Man bear pig. Um, but yeah, um, I kicked the shit out of him the first time fighting, and I got down to one hit, and all of a sudden the game went black. I went, what the fuck just happened? And I had to refight him. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, I have to just like to point out, anything Nate says about his performance is most likely exaggerated, um, including beating all these bosses on his first try. Um, I do have to say, I had tr- look, so I went, uh, so I went, so those are the main problems. I wasn't bad. It ran great. Um, but I do have to point out to people, like, Elden Ring is not a game, like, I saw people, some people complaining online, like, oh, it's been doing this and this on the PC. I'm like, yeah, well, and then other people have been asking him, and I didn't ask him, but other people did. And they're trying to run the game on, like, a 10-year-old graphics card. And I'm like, what do you want? The game's actually very demanding on a PC. What do you, like, you, you're not going to get anything good out of it. Like, <laughs> like, holy shit, people. Oh, Jesus, where'd you come from? Holy shit. Um. So, like, I mean... Margaret the Fellowman, that's his name. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I waited until the podcast started after you claimed that because I know for a fact you didn't beat him on your second try. I did. No, you literally didn't. <laughs> I can tell you didn't. I'll actually tell you what happened, what, how I beat him. I and can that's... guarantee you didn't because on the first try, he probably surprised and killed you, which means you didn't get the chance to see the pattern. And since his pattern changes depending on how many I, times you fight him and I, how much damage he does to you. I didn't use his... Okay, so I... so. I'll get into that right now. So the way I beat this guy, so I fought him the first time. But obviously, the uh, what I do to fight bosses is well. For there, that was the first time there was a summon guy near there. I was like, oh, I'll summon this guy. So I grabbed the wizard uh, to come fight with me, and went. And, uh, he kills in about three swings. So well, he does. He yeah. It, well, yeah. So because uh, I didn't know, and all of a sudden I brought him. And I went through the door, and all of a sudden this guy fucking jumps out. Obviously, gives a big old speech and shit. Um. And, and then the first thing I did obviously also was summon the jellyfish. Uh, cause he's like a fucking, he's not that great. He doesn't do damage, but he can tank a lot of fucking damage and he can cut and he can distract like anybody, which is great. Cause he just spits like this weird red, I don't know, lightning or goo. I don't even know what it is. It's hard to tell even what it looks like. Um, but him and the wizard basically <clears throat> kept his attention and anytime he, I could tell when he was going to turn back toward me, I could use swift step, move out of the way and hit him like four or five times. And since nope. Mike, um, four times, no, we're talking about with a dagger, not with, we're not talking about regular weapon. I'm using a dagger. No, I just, I just, look, um, dude, I just know you didn't beat him on your second try. Dude. Um, so in you and I play video games with you all the time. But, I know you didn't beat him on your second try, man. But the you thing said you were over leveled, but like I was way, I was, I was level 45 when I went to fight him and he wasn't, Super oh, I was, hard, but he was taking eighty percent of my health in one hit at level forty-five. So I know I was, you're full of shit. I was level twenty-two. <laughs> you're full of shit, dude. Um, <laughs> I was you're level... literally full of shit. It took you like probably ten tries. No, it did not take me ten tries. Um. So and then after, because I think was... you need to record yourself playing it again. Well, there's a few. Yeah, he's there's... full of shit, dude. He's <laughs> oh, literally well, full no. of shit, man. Oh, my second. I'm not saying the ball. Hard, but I know we didn't beat him on the second try. Nate is not a guy who's played a hundred thousand hours of Dark Souls. Okay, he's played maybe maybe in a million years as much as I have because each one of my Dark Souls games has like four hundred hours of play. But I don't even think it's that close. I um, I'm pretty sure Nate has not played Dark Souls as much as he's trying to claim right now. And I know he didn't beat this guy in his second try. So I swear, my fucking life. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> Did he so the other thing I was also using was, uh the wand of whatever I can't remember the name of it but I went and got it like I I ran well I was down because I'm trying to make so I am randomly so what I'm trying to do with my bandit is trying to make him a dex slash magic mostly that's like the two things I'm putting like points into is dex intelligence and a little bit of mind and some endurance um, because even though it's not like the guy's not built for it, it's not supposed to be done like this because he starts with like zero intelligence. It's super hard, uh, to do this. Uh, but I actually went, there was a wand in the South I was looking up. So I went down that and I had to beat like this Demi Gorgon thing, fucking giant thing. But the annoying thing, the, the bad guy is not that hard to dodge. It's super easy to beat that thing. The annoying thing is these fucking monkey creatures that come out of everywhere to try to kill you. 
They came was... out because they saw a monkey fuck and they thought they'd join oh, him. So it took me like a half a dozen times to beat that thing just to fucking like, and I had, I, what I did is I slowly circled where that main boss is, killing all these fucking stupid monkey things, and then finally fought him and beat him. I was like, Jesus, fuck. And then I got this wand, and uh, that was actually back at like level 15. Um, and that wand is what I've been using for my other weapon along with my dagger. So uh, when I was fighting Margaret the Fallon there, I was most time I was sitting back and just casting fucking uh, spark or whatever the fuck it's called. The main like spell like over and over and over again. Um, and I put like my potions half and half, like three and three. So I could just keep on casting the spell while the wizard and the fucking squid thing were fucking tanking most of the damage he was trying to deal. Um, and then when he'd come back, turn his attention back on me, I could use Swift Step, which also uses magic points. Hit him a half a dozen times, do bleed. Bleed does like stupid damage if you once you hit it. Um so yeah. But yeah. Um I did have trouble with uh the fucking stupid pumpkin head thing. Probably because the room was so dark. Uh, dodging his shit, but I don't know it's why. It's hard to see through all your bullshit, dude. <laughs> um, well, I'm talking about the pumpkin head thing that's in the uh, in the cavern next to the poisonous like flower things before, because you get you have to beat pumpkin head thing to get to the. I was getting to the lady, the witch that actually first teaches you a spell. If you don't know any kind of spells or anything, you have to beat him. But and that guy was kind of annoying. I think because the room was just super dark and I couldn't see where he was attacking me. For the most part, until I really started getting his pattern. Um, but I personally think the hardest thing in that that I have come across is the tree sentinel. That guy was a fucking bitch. That fucking that took me. I was sitting there for like two hours. Fuck. And again, I'm playing heavy armor, so that took me a lot longer because I'm not allowed to dodge anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that guy. That guy was rough. And then at the end of the day, you get an axe that's like, "Oh, you need other stuff other than strength." And I'm like, "Then what the fuck is strength for?" Well, yeah, that's the thing. I, a lot of these, I've gotten weapons. I'm like, I'm not going to use that weapon. Yeah, because I'm not building. I I want. I'm not building decks right now. Well, so now I got. I, I haven't been able to find a good weapon that is fucking that doesn't have decks or or fucking faith added to it. And I'm like, I just want a two hander that's strength. So I'm stuck wielding a shield, which I might stick with because I kind of like wielding the shield. You know you can get a uh, golden shield. Okay, it takes a while. It took me about a half hour to do it. In the first area of the ruins right near where you get, before you get your mount, in that little ruin area, you can keep on killing those guards. Uh, eventually, they will drop a golden shield. That's 100% defense on physical damage. Um, you can just pick that up. It's the brass shield. And it's not really 100%. You still get hit and lose a bunch, a chunk of health. Okay, yes, but it's it takes away a good amount, though. It, it helps a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm using uh, Godric Tower Knight Shield, I think, something like that. Yeah. Um, Where the fuck did he go? Oh, dude. Like, fix your goddamn game. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> no, the dragon, the dragon despawned mid-fight. Oh, just disappeared while I was killing it, and now it's like a quarter of its health has come back. Which dragon? That's just fucking stupid. Which dragon? Um, Glintstone Dragon Smarg. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's much stronger than the other dragon, but the dragons are easy to kill, kind of. Uh, you get kinda. on horseback. And, kinda. Well, you get on horseback and you run circles around him, just stab him in the legs, but every now and then 
you can get caught with like a trick blow that fucks you up. Yeah. Yeah. That's and since this guy looks like fucking it's gonna take like a 30 minutes of riding in circles because of how much health he has, you could definitely screw up enough to die. Yeah. So I was watching uh, one guy, so I guess you can kill the tutorial boss. Yeah, you can do that in every one, though. Like, every Dark Souls has that if you, if um, you know how to play the game. Well, no, well... Um, yeah, you, well, no, like, all, like Dark Souls 3, you could actually... Well, no, Dark Souls 3, you could actually keep on fighting that boss until you beat him. Uh, in this one, you can't. Once you die, that's it. You can't go back and fight him. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not... I didn't say that. I'm just saying you can kill him. No, no, you can, but I'm saying, like, I didn't think it... Because it was like, holy shit... Um, and then, so I was, I tried my, so I started an astrologer, um, because I saw a few people do builds of astrologer and they're badass. I was like, Oh, I have to really try it. So I tried to make an astrology bill and I got them down to half. <laughs> you can find that the class start is only for your starting stats and shit. It doesn't really matter much. Well, that's the thing. Like the reason why I'm having such trouble is because of trying to add intelligence and mind to my bandit characters. Cause he started so low. And to add yeah. that much, it's just taking forever. Holy shit. So, um, the farming of fucking runes just to fucking level up to that fucking intelligence stuff I need is like silly. When I, like, I started what with astrology. I didn't look. And, then, and then when I started with an astrologer, I could automatically, like, use up to, like, easily, like, a few different spells that are way more powerful than I, that I have even got to with what so far. And I'm like, holy shit. Um, like, I never looked, so I don't... Can you respec? I don't know. Uh, no, you can't. No. Unless it's later on in the game. Unless there's something you can... Yeah, yeah like like I said, I never looked, so I don't know if you can or not. I don't know. There might be some way... Like, the only way I can think is if there's maybe some way at the round table somewhere. There's maybe someone in there that can do that, but I haven't found it. Oh, uh, uh, well, he just spawned again, and I'm not fucking starting this fight over a third fucking time. Um... But yeah, but other than that, I think I'm gonna make a samurai though. Um, but I really, actually, I kind of want to try to make what the what's kind of called. Well, it's the uh, confessor. I think that's the inquisitor for the most part. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Uh, that build seems like it could be interesting too. Um, but so far, I fucking think this is easily going to be game of the year. The only competition it has is Breath of the Wild too. I, think. I don't think Breath of the Wild 2 is going to come close. I like Breath of the Wild, but, like, let's be real. Breath of the Wild 1 is nowhere near as good as this. Well, yeah, no, I know. Um, this There's so yeah. much shit to do in this game. Yeah, like, I love it because, okay, so I love the exploration. I'm of... actually aimless right now, dude. I don't know what to do. I just got a key to go into the second Legacy Dungeon because I really don't know what I should be doing next. I've just been wandering around killing bosses and mm. searching dungeons and shit. Yeah. Because, like, I have no clue what to do. There's just so much random shit everywhere. Did you explore the other area? So, if you, uh, if you go, if you go near the, the portal. The main one. Okay. Yeah, there's a portal. I don't know if that, what area that's it. I think it's morning. The area that's really fiery. Uh, yeah, I haven't gone over there yet. Oh. From this map I have, um, that's, like, level 50 to 60. Yeah. And I'm doing the level 40 to 50. Oh, okay. I'm in, uh, what the fuck's it called? I just entered into the Lacuria, not Lacuria Gate, the fucking Academy. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. We have to get like a special key. Academy of Rhea Lucaria. Yeah. Which is a legacy dungeon. So I'll be in here for like six days getting killed and pissed off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, because half the, the shit that's really hard in this game, bosses are tricky and hard. But it's like when you go through the fucking castle before Godric and you come across a knight and this fucking knight doesn't stop swinging and you're trying to fight it in a small hallway but you can't dodge everything that's not even it a, doesn't stop swinging that's not even a hallway that's like a closet yeah you, <laughs> like it doesn't it doesn't stop swinging so you can't you can't do anything and if you're using heavy you can like knock him off balance and that's fine but if you're using anything else, you're just fucking getting rocked. Yeah, no, you can't. Like, I got, I was fucking spinning around him, and he was still hitting me. I was like, like what the guy the, in the fuck? white armor. Yeah. And then you have the one with, like, the spear, and it, it does, like, the little air thing and shoots for you, toward, toward you. Yeah. It's just that they don't stop swinging sometimes, so you cannot guard enough attacks. No. To keep from getting completely raffle stopped. Yeah, that guy was fucking, oh my god. Fucking annoying. <laughs> Where are fucking bows, by the way? What do you mean bows? My character started. I with... haven't found a bow, dude. I'm trying to find a bow for long range weaponry, and um, I haven't found a single fucking one. I think there's one. Uh, the bow I have right now, I think I got it from the round table. From the two sisters. Maybe. From the two sisters. Yeah, maybe buy. I'll take a look because, like, yeah, I was hoping to just find one, so I have one. Just a crossbow or something for like. Oh, I want to aggro this guy from a I, distance and then I have not, him over here. I have not found a crossbow yet. I have like a hundred fucking bolts and I have no crossbow. Yeah, that, it's pissing me off how many I, I have. Yeah, I have no crossbow, but yeah. I wish I could find a crossbow. Uh, there's Fuck a guy I think who sells... Found? I think the guy across the bridge, uh, northeast, that little fucking hermit guy sells one, I think, too. But um, No, but I think this is easily one of the best games. Um... The fact is, I love the hard, like, I love the difficulty curve that's in Dark Souls, and I love the exploration that's in Skyrim, and it brings these two together, along with great dialogue and lore. Like, holy crap, you can't get a better game than this. Yeah. Like. It, the game is goddamn amazing, and people, I understand, like, Bazinga doesn't like the style of game, and it just sucks that he doesn't like the, like the world, because if he enjoyed Medieval he would understand how fucking fun this game is. Even though it pisses you off, it gets under your goddamn skin in a way where you just want to keep playing. It's not even just that. I like to progress in a game, as in, like, the story. I'm not a big side mission fan. I just want to well, play and... it's I play the games like I'm watching a movie. That's the thing. It's not that you're playing a... You're not progressing... I mean, you're not playing a side story. There are side quests in this game, but everything you do... Like, all... Everything else is all main story stuff. It's just set up in a way where it's like, well, what do you want to do first? So if there's like, I don't know how many there are, but if they're like tw 12 greater ruins, it's just like, yeah, go ahead. You can go to anyone you want. Good luck. Well, yeah, you can go to the guy that's made like for level Mega 70. <laughs> you could basically go after any, any section of the game you want. It's just certain sections are going to be way more difficult. Yeah, it's like playing an MMO and getting into a high level area when you can't. You're not supposed to be able to. Yeah. Um, but if you're good, if you if you're like these fucking uh speedrunners that can go with a fucking loincloth and a fucking club <laughs> and go and beat the end guy in fucking Dark Souls three without fucking batting a fucking eyelash. Although I agree <laughs> doing it without taking a hit, 
is impressive. <laughs> I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think these speedrunners who who run around in loincloths and shit are not, they're good, but it's not as impressive as you think when you start to realize that when you can roll constantly, it's real easy to avoid getting hit. Because I stripped naked when I fought when I beat Godric because I got tired of not having enough like poise to fight him, yeah. and I just rolled every one of his attacks. And kept tagging him once or twice in the back with a light weapon. And I could roll like 15 times in a row before I ran out of stand. Yeah. And he couldn't hit me. He hit me once when I finally beat him. Because of how easy it is to roll around. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, these speedrunners are real good. They've learned how to like do everything perfectly for these speedruns. But it still starts at a basis of, I'm wearing light armor. So nothing can hit me if I just keep rolling. Yeah, but there are some strange attacks though. Like I told my character is ba my bandits basically just dodge and swift dodge, and you there are some attacks that are like you just can't predict where to roll until you actually know the pattern. Yeah, yeah, but like I, that's why I'm not taking all the credit away. Yeah, from these streamers, I'm just saying like when people are like, "How does he do it?" I'm like, "Well, because 95 percent of this is I can roll away from almost everything." Yeah, because light armor allows you to roll from everything. Yeah, because that's the one balance problem that they've always had in Dark Souls is light armor is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's what makes PvP so kind of like fucked in Dark Souls. Mm. <laughs> now, if they had like a a real multiplayer, or not as in like co-op, you can co-op. They do have co-op. Yeah, but you only do like the monsters. Like, can you run around no, you together can, on the field? You can open up a summon point and basically play through a whole dungeon like that. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I want to play the game. That's what if they made that where you like play the game with someone else. You can do that with a summon. You can't except you're not like only one of you is progressing. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm talking about like just real co op multiplayer. That, then I might be into it, but no. <laughs> you wanna be real pissed off, dude. The co op in this game enforce it forces you to open yourself up to ass rate from from raiding. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. You gotta open up yourself to getting in, to getting invaded. Yeah, that's that's the and only. Then you thing. have to worry about getting killed by people who are like gaming the system because the developers are bad at PvP. Well, yeah, and uh, I or people that have made like our friend Tim like fucking made a Giga Chad character that could probably fucking break my character in one shot. Yeah, but. That's <laughs> That's what I mean by gaming the system. It's a setup where no matter how good you are, like, skill isn't involved. Like, the guy who killed me the other night, who was just rocking two of those bleed daggers, because the the developers are adult... It's like, they're Japanese developers, so they don't understand PvP. So they don't think that someone's gonna run up. I block, I hold my shield to block, and because he's using bleed daggers, he still applies the bleed effect. So he hits me like four times before he rolls out of the way, and then I take 90% uh, health loss from bleed effect because I can't do anything about it. If I put light armor on, I would be able to fight him, but then again, he's still using daggers, so if I'm not using daggers, I won't be fast enough to compete with it. Yeah. Like, there's just issues with their, ba their PvP balance because they... They don't... It's almost like they don't want people to play the game the way they want. Hmm. I've never seen a full like a, an armored knight character do well because they always had a disadvantage to rollers and spammers. True, true. And no, then they were like, "Well, we got they gave they gave us that new thing. It was like a shield counter. Like, oh well, now you can shield counter. 
So? You mean I can hit a button after blocking and it still takes me a second and a half to swing and it gives a nice sound effect so the guy who roll spams can still get out of the way? Because <laughs> yeah. uh, it literally does nothing in PvP. Yeah, and this game probably is the most summons I think of any Dark Souls type <laughs> game, which is kind of cool. But, I think. But, yeah. I, I am I am beyond stoked about I You mean, I'll probably be playing this game for a long time. Yeah, I'll be checking the PvP out more at one point, but I, I've... I'm worried that it's not going to be at all balanced. It's just going to be game the system and then a meta for that game system being gained, and that's what people yeah. are going to play. Well, I'm I'm not super like PvP is interesting to me, but I just want to explore. The lure is what I'm more intrigued with. Yeah, but I like the idea of people sneaking up on me while I'm fighting. I just don't like it. The idea of someone sneaking up on me and then I go, oh, they're lightweight and I'm heavyweight, so I lose. Yeah, no, I know, I get it. Instead of like, like oh, let's have a fight. It's, oh, you're using daggers, and I'm wearing armor? Well, there's no way I can win. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, this has been the end of the gaming portion of Talking Gaming and Tech. We're going to get into technology, pop culture, and all that fun stuff. Hope we're enjoying our banter about Elden Ring. It's probably one of the best games that have come out in a long time. I'm going to be playing it for a while. It's a, it's a game... It's and it's a great game to distract from pretty dark of that time. genre. Pretty dark times. No, period. No, nope. Yes, no. Period of, uh, of well, medieval reason, fantasy. There's a reason why the 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 thing was like I think it's 97 right now on Metacritic. Oh wow, so, which is fine. Yeah, last I knew it was like it was so high up you could basically be like yeah one of the best games ever made. Hmm. Yeah, anyway, interesting. I know it's that high. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Anyway. That's like saying World of Warcraft isn't one of the best games ever made because you don't like MMOs. But the reality is World of Warcraft, the the, the, the popularity of it proves that it's one of the best games ever made. It's mm. the same thing with this. True. I don't know about that. So, anyway. Yeah. So, after a short break, well, unless you guys want to get into what you guys have been doing, and then I'll be right back. Well, you can go. I've been right. watching right. Elden Ring. So, <laughs> so I'll be right back. And as these two guys get into what the heck they've been doing, uh, I started. Wa I watched uh, a couple movies. Elder uh, Ring. No, I didn't watch that. Boring. I watched. Uh, what is it? Nobody. Yeah, that sounds terrible. It's uh, with that that guy from Better Call Saul. What the hell is this? Uh, where he's a, uh, he's just a nobody, basically. He, he lives at home with his wife and his two kids and he goes to work every day. Like the beginning starts off, he's like literally doing the same thing every day. Gets up, go to work, gets up, go to work, coffee, breakfast, work, coffee, breakfast, you know, same thing over and over again. Yeah. And then people break into his house and he doesn't attack them. He lets them go. And then like everybody's all mad at him saying he's basically a little bitch. Because the way he, you know oh, the yeah. way he is, but then you, then like he comes home from work that day and the the daughter's like, they didn't steal my kitty cat bracelet, did they? I can't find it, and he just loses it and he takes off and he finds where the people live. Come to find out, he used to be an auditor, which was like he audited criminals and like how much money they had and how bad they were or something like that, and he would kill them and shit. And Christopher Lloyd's in it, and he runs around with a shotgun, so that was pretty badass. 
Um, okay, so um, <laughs> I also watched. So, huh? Just a quick glance. Um, it is the 15th highest rated video game of all time, tied with the top. Only the 15th. No, it's tied <laughs> with games all the way up to six. The top five are Grand Theft Auto, Soul Calibur, Grand Theft Auto 4, Tony Hawk 2, and The Legend of Zelda. And we can eliminate Tony Hawk 2, Grand Theft Auto 4, and The Legend of Zelda because they all came out when they were far less, um, what do you call it? Technology-based. No, far less, less reviewers reviewing games. The, the, yeah, but the, the, reviews were, on... the reviews back then were a little bit more truthful. <laughs> yeah, but the, the way reviews work nowadays is like... For example, when this came out, in the first day, it was a 99. And then about two days later, it shot down two points because then 400 more reviews came out. Mm. Because when you have the more people reviewing it, the more it's going to go down. And I also so watched realistic, Tenet. Realistically, you could say this game is in the top five. Oh, you watched Tenet, right? Yeah, yeah very yeah. confusing. <laughs> Nate, as I just explained to him, it's in the top 15 of all time, but oh. it's tied with the top six, up to six. Like, there's only five games above it. So, yeah, it's one of the best games of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm an, I'm probably going to, and I can already see myself, I'm going to play this probably more than I played Skyrim. I put easily like a thousand hours or more in Skyrim. So, so I, don't, I just don't find, have fun with them. I, yeah. I play, I played Demon Souls for like an hour. I'm like, this is boring. You're not supposed to have fun. It has, <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> grow as a person playing it. No, that's just, what that's what these games are about. Yeah, growing. A game shouldn't be a chore. <laughs> no, I just I didn't like it. I just had no interest in it. I actually bought it so I could play because it said it had like some kind of multiplayer, and well, that was wrong. It was had the, grow as a person but, or fall as a man. No, nah, it's just not my kind of game. I like first-person shooters and like now time Dude. games i don't like old past ultra i got I can't. besides zelda i don't think i've ever played any other games besides you know zelda and like world of warcraft hmm. that are like medieval just i've never really cared because yeah. they go medieval but, on you but this is a game that kicks you in the fucking teeth it, that has nothing to do with it because all, <laughs> all those all those dark souls games do yeah but that's just not not my interest uh i also watched tenet which was so confusing it, it was good but it was i was like i said you have to watch it a few times when when he went and went into the inverted it got really confusing because <laughs> like he was the only one that went inverted but somehow they saved him so did they go yeah it never were... said they went <laughs> so well, no because they're going in the opposite direction but no it was the other people yeah there's other people that go so once he's going opposite direction then there's people from this universe that well the same one, but it's backwards. But it wasn't them. No. It, the, the people well, that saved him were the people that were still in the forward time. Yes, that but, he they left. Were, but they were from the future. So they were for, from far, even Way farther further. from the future, well, which it didn't really explain. It just, it was really, and, they, and it kept like, when they were in the truck, when, he, when they were sleeping and resting and she was healing. Yeah. Like, it was jump cutting a bunch of times. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Like, oh, I got to get some sleep. They're awake again. I'm like, what? <laughs> Did they go to sleep yet? <laughs> yeah, well, no. There was one of those scenes where it cut to the other side, and it tried to confuse you purposely. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I know. That's where I was like, what is going on here? 
Oh, and then and then I watched I started watching yesterday a show that we're not going to get into but I started watching the the, the the your 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 the great argument of 2021 The Wheel of Time Oh the Wheel of Time <laughs> Oh that fucking show is terrible <laughs> But that's what you're not I, allowed to. You're not allowed to say it's good, Bazinga, because you haven't read the book, so you don't understand. Oh no, no, fucking terrible. Uh, I I do see the whole female thing offended. where you were like t- you're saying offended. that the it's all about the female, but it's not supposed to be. Yeah, and if you read the books, it would make you really fucking mad since the books are about three young boys going on an adventure, and then the girls like uh, come in later on a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought you said that the uh, the girl won the fight, but. Because you were like, oh, she was like so much stronger than him for some reason, and I'm like, but he's he's the one who lived. Nobody died. Mm. What are you talking about? You were saying in the beginning of the show, like one of the main characters or the one some guy died fighting, and the girl ended up you know kicking the ass, and she was she overpowered or something like that. Oh, you're t- oh, okay. It's not about the part with Perrin. Yes, she kills like seven fucking Trollocs while he struggles to kill one. Yeah, well, and all- then she gets killed. Yeah, you're talking about the character that doesn't exist in the book. Uh, yeah. that girl. The girl doesn't exist in the book. No. Well, yeah, she Perrin's didn't kill like seven. She killed like one. Yeah, it was no, that she one, but... literally. No, there was no, like okay. one. Or, there was like one or two in the beginning. Kill them, but like she fuck she fights off like three or four of them. Yeah, and yeah. then kills one of them while he gets his ass kicked by one. And yeah. then he goes and kills her and by he's accident. Parent. He's not supposed to be that fucking weak. Oh, uh, okay. But anywho, it, it is what it is. It's yeah, the Lord of the Rings. But is like, worse, so did, in the that. book, is it that the women are only supposed to be the the air, the yeah, air yeah, yes. See, okay. In the book, in the book, the women are supposed to be are the, are the casters. That's not the issue. Mm-hmm. The issue with the show is that the show, the books, center around Rand, Parent, and Matt. And then, as you go further in, they develop the other characters because it centers around all of them eventually. Mm-hmm. But it starts centering around those two. That mm-hmm. entire first season has is literally ninety five percent about everybody but Rand. Yeah, just because they wanted to try and trick people into who was going to be the Dragon Reborn, and because someone said that this that the books are sexist and they don't do enough for women and the way that rand is acting all i can think of is freaking anakin skywalker I know, no no he is that's how he acts in the book oh too. my god i want to punch that way in the book <laughs> no uh, he acts that same way in the book too uh for like, the, like, fir- uh, for, like the, for the first like three, for the first three books he acts that way and then he kind of like <laughs> he evolves they did. after that they had they had some people like um what do you call it uh consult but basically what they did was they hired a couple of people who have an opinion of the books and have it, a, a theory, an idea that they want to do, and then they molded and raped the books to fit that theory, and they hired some people to consult, and that's why you got a little bit of stuff that feels like Wheel of Time, mm. but most of that show feels like another show with the name Wheel of Time attached to it. And, well, the, and the Wheel like, of the Time think, is like... Well, the two consultants are Helen and Brandon. That's fine. We've talked about that several times, but the Wheel of Time is basically like how the, the god and bible is like the way they the way the they, well, they're they're well, after life the life and death well you're thing. kind of well okay granted the Ethereum myth is based off of the 12 disciples and that's a whole other discussion yeah, yeah, yeah. um but the wheel of time is a retelling of the Ethereum myth uh, uh jordan pointed that out more than once in his uh, right. interviews well anywho what did you watch so, uh so <laughs> anyway did you watch that trailer for that shitty lord of the Rings show yes i did 
Um, One that misses the entire point of Lord of the Rings. Well, we kind of don't know what their point is actually yet. (laughs) I can tell you right away what their point is. Diversity, strong women. (laughs) And when I say miss the point, Galadriel is a fucking witch. She casts magic. She's a badass caster like like Gandalf. Yes. Why is she walking around in battle armor with a sword? Yes. Somebody somebody thinks that if you want a strong female, they have to emulate a man instead of being a strong female. So instead of just making her the female Gandalf, which is basically what she is, they gave her armor and a shield and a sword so they could be like, look, she's as strong as men. She didn't nope. need to be. G- she Gandalf, was already fucking strong. Gandalf was easily probably the most badass person in all of the rings, and he didn't have exactly. any armor. Exactly. <laughs> he didn't have any damn it, armor. It, it's the most lazy thing I've ever seen when you go when you do that. She was already a badass. Just make her ba- a badass caster. Yeah. She doesn't need battle armor and a sword. She's or- If you wanted to give her a sword and battle armor, how about you just have her use a magical sword that appears in her hand because she's using magic? Yeah, can do that'd that. be cool. Like okay. a light blue sword or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, and then be... they, it looks too fucking clean. It does. Like, okay, so yeah, I don't good. like. That's the one thing I think. I didn't think the trailer was bad, but it was way too crisp, um, too vivid. If that could be an expression. Yeah, it's too bright. Yeah, it's too vivid. And it um, and then, color correction kind of sucked. <laughs> well, no, the color correction is good, but it's like it's just it's too vibrant. It's just yeah. I want gritty. The, the biggest travesty you need to watch it in HDR the, then I guess when you realize that they retconned they retconned his entire lore and invented a race of people that they could then claim are in between so they could have hobbits because the hobbits don't exist in that time frame no that yeah so they just not yet. They, yeah. they they whole cloth invented like it's like half foots what are half foots well they're hobbits before hobbits were hobbits mm-hmm. now we can have hobbits <laughs> Oh well, I mean, I don't know. I'll say, we'll see. It could be good though. I don't know. No, no I don't. Wheel time is giving me no hope for them, and I feel bad because I really wanted to like wheel time, dude. That hurt. You were you were very excited for that, dude. All I wanted was somewhat accurate to the story of the books, and that shit. By the time they got to the end of the season, I was like, this doesn't even feel like wheel time anymore. So, uh yeah, so. One thing I really like, so uh, Servant uh, season, season 3 started on Apple TV. Servant? Servant. Uh, that, is, that is such a great show. It just has, uh, like, I didn't know how long they were going to keep the creepy vibe going because of the way the show is done, but, like, they're keeping it going and they're doing a great job of just this creepy, like, I don't think anybody, the way to express it, like, how a Hitchcock film has this like it keeps his eeriness going through the whole movie like like what could be going on kind of thing like it keeps that vibe going and it's gone now i've watched like three and a half like it's about halfway through the third season it's just great like like i don't i'd like to talk about it but there's too many spoilers in the show mm-hmm. um after the first season like um so i don't want to give away anything because this uh, like the spoilers are fairly huge uh for the main plot of the story uh even the slight hint them they're way too big um but the creepiness vibe is just so so good and the directing is just so good for like a uh like psychological mystery like theater slash horror like just so great hmm. um, never heard of it it's it's a such a great show it's an m not Shyamalan. yes Shyamalan and ding dong 
Mr. I'm not much of a director, so I just try to add twists to everything. <laughs> um, this has not twists. It like it's like there's lots of like I don't know. It's weird. I don't want to give away anything. <laughs> it just if you like creepy, dark, uh, mysterious, go watch the show. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> um, and obviously like Snowpiercer, uh, season three is turning out to be awesome too. Uh, they still haven't killed off Sean Bean. No, wow. even though I want them to. And it's terrible. <laughs> it's directed poorly, and they don't understand their audience. Oh, it's... <laughs> if he's well, if he's not dead yet. Oh, yeah. Um, there was a but guy. You know what? It's, someone should really think about doing a TV series where Sean Penn, uh, Sean Bean, dies constantly, but keeps coming back to life. Like he's living through like a purgatory, so they can kill him. Oh, that'd be God. fucking great. Like at least oh, like then a freaking kill him a hundred ways, and people would watch it. Groundhog Day uh, for Sean Bean. Although there was yeah. a guy, there was a guy who was kind of taken out of uh, kind of sleep deprivation, and uh, he was put in there by Sean Bean's character. Okay, um, and there was a whole scene. It was great. And I knew it was gonna happen. Like a creepy drops. Like I saw the guy I was doing. I'm like, okay, he's gonna go kill uh, Wilford, which is Sean Bean's character. And there was a great line. Because uh, Sean Bean's character goes to him and he goes, oh, what? Cold storage couldn't be that bad. And he goes, oh, no, let's find out. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's great. And he obviously. I'm here to. No, he, he should be like, <laughs> I'm here to give you the bean treatment. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What's the bean treatment? Tell your wife you don't have a job anymore, son. Bean. Bean. Oh, Mr. Bean. That was a great show. Oh, my God. What's his face? There's a TV show called Bean on Bean, and it stars Mr. Bean and, and uh, Sean Bean. Bean. And they're beaning each other over the head. Oh. oh. Bean versus Bean. They're both fucking, they're both undercover agents trying to kill each other. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Mr. Bean would survive by sheer, like, luck of stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, that would just be, yeah, that'd be the way it is. But, yeah. No, and, uh, yeah, that's all I've really been watching besides being glued to fucking watching news about Ukraine, but that's all other thing. We already got into that. <laughs> so. She'd be more concerned about the end of the world coming. <laughs> well, yeah, with uh, him pointing fucking nukes at us and going to DEFCON 1, yeah. That's a whole other scariness. And the fact that, like, there's well, like a 90% chance that those nukes don't work anymore because it's Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get halfway up and then they just stall and fall back down. Basically. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. Um, we but, don't have much to worry about it because we well, have, like, an excellent nuclear deterrent, and the chances of any nukes actually hitting the ground over here, he'd have to throw every nuke he has at just our country to have any chance of hitting us. Well, the scary thing is, there is. Three submarines that are in the Atlantic right now that are Russian that are not far off our coast. So, like, our nuclear deterrent is on point. Well, I'm sure it is, um, uh, to a point, but yeah, no. But the scary thing is, like, I don't know about you, Grim. Like, I'm sure, like, um, Grim, like, there was so many movies, like, I've had so many dreams about a nuclear war, like, that's been like a reoccurring dream, like. Randomly the way I throughout look at my it, life, Nate, that you're not gonna know it happened if it happens because you're just gonna be dead. Um, yeah, yes and like, no. Like I'm, a, I, I'm not trying to act like a tough guy. Like I'm not afraid to die. I'm just saying that when you die, you're not. It's not gonna be a worry because you're dead. Well, no, no, I get that. But like, we where we are, we wouldn't 
die from a nuclear weapon because they would. That's not true at all. They see this is how I know you don't know much about anything with the state of the world. Do you know that our fuck um, EB Electric and no, the, they would the naval base up in Connecticut is one of the biggest naval bases in this country. Yeah, no, we they are one hundred percent a target. No, they would hit that thing. But the thing is, though, and the... we, would, we would it would literally reach us with ease. Yeah. No, the blast wouldn't reach us. The radiation would after. No, the blast would reach us, dude. No, of the... a full blown nuclear blast. We... No, the furthest uh, besides the Tsar Bomba two, which hasn't been that's not officially developed. Um, the furthest uh, blast can reach is twenty two miles. Of the big, of the most powerful nuclear weapon that's in modern production. Well, it was in modern production. Nobody makes so you're saying there. we'd be all right. Um, we would see it. Um, we would feel it. On New York, then. We don't need liberals anyway. <laughs> uh, we would see it. Uh, we would get. We would have to fucking head north uh, away from the radiation as soon as possible. What about the uh, the <sighs> the blast? Is 22 miles? The, 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 I'm talking about the the the. Okay. This guy's not the, just the blast. Rich. The. Uh... Aftershock. Wave. That's the blast. Shock wave. That's, yeah, That's considered it's 22 a... miles. Oh, okay. It's 22 miles. You want to know what's scarier? Vacuum bombs. My balls. <laughs> oh, uh, that suck in? Yeah, the air fuel bombs. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Those are against... A red matter bomb. <laughs> they're they're scary. Um, then Well, obviously... They're not. They're not allowing uh, conventional warfare either because of their nuclear engine. They literally suck. If you're near it, there is no such thing as a weapon that's not allowed. Well, okay, no. But <laughs> let's, break a few people. Um, well, let's be real. That's why he's doing what he's doing. Because guess what? Tyrants and 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 crazy people don't care. No, but like, at all. No, but like if you're near a vacuum bomb, it literally will suck the air out of your lungs and light it on fire. Oh, yep. That's I, yeah, why they're against the Geneva Convention. They're one of the most horrific ways you can go. So you go on the news and go, I don't want you to, um, 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 yeah, um, oh, yeah, use that bomb. <laughs> okay. Well, no, the scary, I was actually oh. tell you, uh, Grim, <laughs> I actually, I still have a dream that I still remember super vivid because every time I've had a nuclear war dream, it's fucking scary. Okay. It's scary. Um, I actually, have, and I always remember, like most of them, uh, and one of the ones I had, Grim, I was actually at Walmart working, uh, and on the TVs that used to be there, all of a sudden there was a report: "Hey, nuclear! Uh, let's just launch a nuclear launch on us." Um, and it was weird because it was my family, Grim, and your my family and your family, Grim. We were hiding out at like this weird place near water. I know it was near water, and we watched the nuclear subbase get hit. Well, the subbase get hit. Well, that makes no sense. I wouldn't let you hang out with me. <laughs> Must have been on like Long Island or something. I don't know where we were. Uh, I just know that's where <laughs> that we... that island that's off of the coast. There. Yeah, no Block Island. There you go. I don't know where we were, but we were near water. I know that. I don't know what water you could be with where you would see that. It could have been a pond. It could have been a lake. Could have been a river. A pond. Oh, you were like, oh, okay. You could have been sitting at a lake and you still saw it. Yeah, I'm saying it was a pretty scary dream. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, <laughs> like I I understand the fear of it. I just I think people overestimating like Russia's a paper dragon. Like they are a weak, weak, weak country if you actually pay attention to their situation. Oh yeah, that yeah, no. I know. It's the same thing with China. Like people are all nervous about China and I we should be nervous cuz they're going to do some shit, 
But people need to understand that China is a paper dragon too. Like, they're the reason why they're lashing out and trying to take this, take like Taiwan eventually, is because of their situation that they're in. Yeah. Well, no, but even them after Putin was like, went to DefCon One and what the equivalent of DefCon One, uh, Zhang Ping called him and was like, "Whoa, you need to calm the fuck down." <laughs> Kinda. Pretty much, that's the equivalent uh, uh, of what he said. Uh, he said a little China, bit. Uh, basically the two same the two two sides of the same problem and they both need to be put down because again see this is the thing that i, I love because when shit like this happens it's the people that are always like well america's the evil tyrant and terrible i'm like can you name a country we just recently invaded and took and <laughs> <laughs> like we don't we don't take countries that's not how we work and every other country in the world all these U- U- United Nations countries and UN, they all pretend like they're better than us, but at the same time, they're, they're like Machacho. You remember Machacho, <laughs> Nate? They, they, they act like they're better than us, but then when shit hits the fan, they want to hide behind us. I actually, I see him there. He shops all the time, Brian. He shops all the time. All the time. Did, did he grow up, or is he still a piece of crap? I don't know. <laughs> Anywho... Anyway. This is the tech side of the stream. It's now seven thirty. We were talking about tech. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, let's get so let's get into this first story. So chips, chips. We all love chips. I like Doritos. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I love Doritos every now and then, not a, like for a sandwich. But I'm actually not a big chip guy anymore. Uh, so anyway, the new standard could let companies build processors out of Legos, like chiplets. Uh, Intel, TCMC, Samsung, ARM, Qualcomm, and ARM, basically all these companies are coming together um, and they want to form a standard. Hmm. Uh, a universal uh, chiplet, uh, in-connected express uh, system, integration chipset together uh, for future semiconductor designs. Uh, virtually every major name in processor technology are getting kind of like on the same board here. Um it would be like the, and they point out the equivalent would be like the PCIe standard. Yeah, so so basically, a CPU chip, will a socket, be, will well, be a socket, the same socket, a socket that everything can plug into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the idea. It makes think, sense. Instead of I, like an AMD socket, a ARM socket, a yeah, a Intel socket, yeah, nine forty two, you know, all those weird socket numbers they got. Exactly. Yeah, I think, and it would make sense. I would, I wish like, like USB. Well, <laughs> they're all the well, USB, USB C, but we yeah. have USB C. Yeah, mini, but, but USB micro, for a while was the standard. Thunderbolt, we mm-hmm. have, yeah, that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> well, Thunderbolt is the same input. No, I know, but there's differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, like, yeah. there's different. Yeah. Anyway, um, so no, I think this would be great, I and mean, there needs to be a standardization. And I would love for, like, for instance, like. Grant, I think it ain't going to happen, but I would love to see, like, socketed CPUs in phones. Oh, Jesus. Well, the problem with that is that they like to be able to hardwire those kind of CPUs. No, I know. Because it's... What's the word I'm looking for? They just work better. It's They don't fall apart and stuff. Well, the reason why is <laughs> because phones get rattled around. And stuff yeah, yeah, I yeah. understand why. I get it. Yeah. Granted, I know that ain't going to happen, but there is going to be a standard coming uh, for this, and they don't get into a whole lot about, basically, broadly speaking, there's two ways to make a modern uh, system on a chip, integrated uh, monolithic chips, 
uh, the most traditional method, uh, packs all the bits and pieces, semiconductors into a single printed piece of silicone. Uh, chiplets take a different approach. Instead of making one big chip, all the components in chiplets break things into smaller components, uh, then combine them together into a larger processor. So you would have like your main processor, your L2 cache, your L3 cache, uh, and stuff like that. You'd have them all different separately. Oh. To make up, and you'd basically put them together like you mean like a Lego mm -hmm. into a integrated socket that would be universal. That'd be tough because just because of the sheer size of the processors now, especially if like they're going to be in phones too. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's that's really small, man. No, I know. Uh, but I think yeah, I think in general they're just trying to come up with a basically universal thing, so that way it's a lot easier in general to develop for to make for to fix. It'll all be these. easier to get motherboards. Yes, <laughs> like the same socket. Yeah, except you would have you wouldn't have you would have. Oh, I am going to get like, you mean a chipset that has like, well, I'm not sure. Well, this kind of hints at that. Like, hey, I'm going to use this such and such processor that has so many cores and I'm going to get 800 megabytes of L3 cache and I'm going to get. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, well, you have to buy everything separately. Yeah. It's strange. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It could be interesting. It reminds me of when, so what was it? The Pentium 3? I don't know if it was Pentium The 3. one that was a, it looked like a, it was on a PCI card or something. Yeah. 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 That I was think really it was weird. 3. I think it was Pentium 3, but. Uh, I remember that. Sorry. <laughs> when a basic enemy kills you, the only thing you can say is fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pentium 3. It was been, okay, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, it was like a, a, <laughs> a slot card. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. It was very different. Now, did they make it that way because they wanted to, or is it because that's how motherboards came out that year? So, obviously, no. Well, what they wanted to do was uh, basically they couldn't have the motherboard. The motherboard manufacturers couldn't add as many components as, like, as much memory and stuff like that as they wanted to add. So, instead, they made a slotted CPU that has most of the things in the main chip and then everything else, like they had a whole bunch of other memory and other things that were on the other board. So, you know I mean, it was like kind of like a daughter board in a way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was just so they could add a whole bunch more like so they got all bandwidth stuff and stuff to it. it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Polestar's second concept car is a convertible with an integrated drone. Integrated drone? Yep. How does it integrate a drone? It, it flies out of the back seat. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. I don't. Uh, it's like it's like AI driven. Like you don't fly it. It's James Bond's car. Damn! I, I guarantee there's been a James Bond movie that had a drone that flew out of the back of the car or something like that, <laughs> or some movie like that. Maybe The Kingsman. I don't freaking know. But yeah. So the the their concern about this is that it's a convertible. Okay. Okay. They haven't made convertibles that are electric. The reason okay. is because convertibles have a they they're heavier because of the they don't have the because of the way the air moves. You have to have okay. the car a specific weight so it doesn't fly away or whatever. Yeah. Because of the when you have the roof off. So they're saying how's 
the how are you going to get good distance out of it because the car is going to have to be heavier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So they're not sure how they're doing that. Maybe because of the the battery, that might help. I don't know what the weight the ba- of a, those batteries are very heavy. Yeah, I don't know what the weight of a convertible Mustang is compared to a convertible whatever the hell this is. But the batteries are fairly very heavy. Yeah, no, I know they are. Yeah, they take up the whole bottom of the car on a Tesla. Yeah, yeah they're heavy. So, I don't know, but yeah, so they're concerned like about that with the whole convertible thing. Like they're heavy enough to where I've seen people like replacing those, and they're using a cherry picker to put them in mm-hmm. because you can't just pick them up. But the way <laughs> this this car looks is with the with the roof, it's. It doesn't look like it looks like just a big glass window on the top that opens or comes off, not yeah, like or slides down or whatever. Yeah, it's not like how a convertible the whole top of the car comes off. No, this, this is just like a win, big glass window that opens up. So maybe, but uh, yeah, it's definitely it's got some drone that flies out of one of the back seats or something like that that uh, flies above the uh, up to fifty six miles an hour. If you're driving, holy shit, it will follow you up to that. Um, it's it's interesting. It's there's some name for the whole uh, way the air worked. The air worked. What do you mean, like, uh, like the the how it comes out of the moving car? It would have to. It would have to already be going. It would have to be compensating for your speed, which means it would have to be reading the speed and the air, everything else to be able to actually take off properly. Or else it would just be like, whoop. <laughs> it's uh, okay. So they'll be able to film their top down adventures thanks to the O2's integrated cinematography drone developed in collaboration with Hoko Flow. <laughs> this autom- yeah, autonomous. You know when, they allow, when they ban this from actual use. Right. This autonomous camera drone rides in the area of negative pressure generated from an airfoil deployed behind the rear seats. Oh, okay. I get what that. Yeah. This drone can follow along. So it doesn't get fucking blown away. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 So like I said, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So it's in that, that pocket. Yeah. Based, like how uh, drafting works. Yes. In, but in it would have to be moving forward to a point though too. Well, yeah. You have to be at that specific. Yeah. 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 So it's interesting, but yeah, it can be edited and shared from central infotainment system. Once the car is in park. Oh my God. <laughs> this is so silly. I don't even like, okay, I get, I, it, I don't see the practicality of it, but I guess if you're, it'd be good for if you have movie money, producers. But... Yeah. If you have money to burn and you just want a drone in your car, I guess yeah. I mean, that's cool. Like I can't wait to, to, to make another ambitious video with, yeah, our yeah, new, yeah. with the new drone i got because oh my god the quality is great oh yeah yeah it looks it looks like movies so yeah. but yeah it's it's interesting uh, yeah. <laughs> that is definitely going to be interesting i'll tell you that Holy but it's shit. just a concept so well yeah. okay so playstation so obviously one of the best games like um I used to like love playing. I'm not super into them anymore. I've played them recently. I'm like, eh, this game's okay. Uh, Twisted Metal games. Battle Royale would be fucking great. Yeah, it would be awesome. Um, with updated oh, graphics. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, we had that one game. And it was only okay. What the hell was that game called? Auto Royale. Auto Royale, yeah. And then uh, H1Z1 had one. game that was not good. Yeah. And then <laughs> H1Z1 had it. it had, I think it was 
part of it. Yeah. That you were driving in the car the whole yeah, time. Yeah, the whole car. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. Um, and it's fairly dark, and it always had an ironic. Like, the Twisted Metal games, you ever played them, uh, the person that wins the tournament gets, like, a wish. And then, usually, that person asks for the wish, and the bad guy just turns it against them, no matter which way he can. Yeah, yeah. It's always, like, ironically turned against them. Yeah. It's a, it's, and, and, like, the reason these people are in the Twisted Metal thing is just fucked up. Oh, yeah. Something's just really fucked up. And something usually bad happened to them or whatever else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I don't want to be in prison anymore because blah, 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 blah. And then, okay, you're not in prison anymore. And they shoot him in the head. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Congratulations, you're free. Yeah, you're dead, but you're <laughs> free. Oh, the fuck, you know what the funny thing is? <laughs> like, in the Twisted Metal games, there's always people that were like, can I get out of prison? Yeah, if you do something crazy and terrible and evil. Nowadays, it's like, can I get out of prison? Yeah, we don't care what you did. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so now they, they're saying it's going to be a comedy. Yeah, so Peacock. Yeah, fucking stupid. So Peacock, <laughs> along with, like, PlayStation Studios, I believe. Uh, uh, yeah, Sony Studios. Are going to adopt the Twisted Metal TV show into, what do you got? Adaptation into a comedy. Uh, From Produced by Will Arnett. Like I said, someone who doesn't know what they're doing. But likes Will Arnett, so here you go. And this guy, so okay, this guy, okay, he's a, I like, he's a good actor, um, Anthony Mackie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he has done so. Obviously, everybody knows him from like the mainstream stuff, mm-hmm. but he has done so many indie sci-fi movies. Yeah, there's because I watch a lot of like. You watch the one where he was a, a robot, an AI yes. robot guy. Yeah, to, but he wanted to like kill everybody. Uh, was that Section Nine or something? Oh, it was called. Yeah. 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 That is- AI robot guy. Yeah, AI robot guy. Yeah, um, the return of robot guy. Is, <laughs> what am I? Um, yeah, no, he's done that. He's done. He's done so many like random like sci-fi movies. They're really some of them are really good. He's yeah. a great actor and he's very diverse. Um, like I think in like the Marvel. What does that even mean? He's very diverse. He's very diverse. Jesus he, Christ. Um, he's very diverse. He can do like anything. He can play any kind Everything of like. Everything he's played has been the same character. No, he hasn't. That's the thing. It's the same character for the mainstream stuff, but then you break no, into I've like watched a lot of the crap too because he he was in certain things. He, he was also in that other. He was in Black Mirror as well. Was he? No, he was in uh, Alter Carbon. Yes, he was yeah. in Alter Carbon. Um, but he's Part like of the reason why the second season wasn't as good as the first. Um. Well, yeah, but the thing is, he looked just like the character in the second book. He really did. Except no, he for, didn't. Except for, I, I, well, I, I except for, okay, books, he, he didn't have a, okay, he didn't, oh, he didn't, one person at a time. Well, <laughs> the only thing he didn't have was a big fro. That's the only thing he didn't have. <laughs> Jesus. That's I about a different, the books. he didn't have, a, he didn't have a big fro, but he'd look like him. But I guess like they were saying, oh, the, this, they were, they were reading like the, the scripts and stuff. Oh, this is grade A comedy. It's not supposed to be. Well, yeah, it's a dark, dark show. Great, it is kind of funny when the people at the end, they think, oh, I'm going to get this great thing, and then they just get started on them. have a little bit of comedy in a dark show. Yeah. That's the point. They they don't... Oh, God. You and they're 30-minute episodes. It's not like an hour-long uh, drama. Like, indication of a, good, a good comparison would be... Um, it happened just recently. Oh, Cowboy Bebop. Uh-huh. That's a good comparison because if you watch that TV show, the directors and writers honestly thought 
that they nailed the feel for Cowboy Bebop because it's this quirky comedy shit. And they they didn't understand that the feel for Cowboy Bebop was a a story with heart and soul that had side comedy yeah. to lighten the mood. Yeah. They thought that the comedy was what was important. And that's what mm. they're doing here. Like, Yeah, so it says a half-hour live-action TV show based on the classic PlayStation game is a high-octane action comedy based on the original take by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. Uh, and then it says they were definitely signs of it being a comedy last year. A Sony Pictures in charge of comedy development said the script was brilliantly funny. Hmm. Yes, so in other words, it's not. <sighs> When when someone tells you this shit's funny, you know it's not funny. Well, no, like, okay, they do point out, like, Zombieland, though, which I find it's funny, but it is actually, Zombieland is actually really dark in some points. Mm-hmm. It is really, really dark. But it is funny, too. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't, I, if, it, if it's like Zombieland, I wouldn't mind. Okay. I really, really like Zombieland. That's easily like one of my favorite movies uh, of all time. I just... Yeah, too bad the second one was fucking terrible. Yeah, the second one wasn't as good. It was okay. I like, you get to the end of the second one, and they want to make a point about how guns are, are like, bad and aren't needed. And then they go, they're like, oh, man, guns are just terrible. They're terrible, and you shouldn't use them. Watch, we're going to run the zombies through an obstacle course to kill them. And I'm like, that would never work. (laughs) And it would never be just having two or three people on the wall with a gun. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you people have proved the point. That in any kind of situation, a gun is better than an obstacle course. <laughs> no, you people are retarded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's dumb. But <laughs> it's the most preachy ending ever, and I just laughed so fucking hard at how bad it was done. No, but I really wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. If it is like Zombieland, I wouldn't mind uh, that much. I would. That'd be fine with me. I don't know how much you could get out of thirty minutes, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, 30 minutes is a bad idea for any show that you're trying to have people take seriously. Yeah. But then again, that's because the people writing it don't, they're not taking it seriously. They're mm-hmm. just making like a sitcom. Yeah, that's that's what they're doing. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what they're doing. But, oh, the, the intro is going to be like, starring Sweet Tooth. <laughs> My <Yeah>. God. <laughs> this guy with wheels his arms, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this guy with wheels his arms. Uh, Axel. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just hope get around to doing a god of war they don't fuck it up don't worry he'll be he'll be in like a baby a baby costume or something wasn't, wasn't there supposed <laughs> to be like wasn't there speculation of them doing god of war show or something i think there was they'll do a god of war and they'll screw it up someone will tell them something like well it's god of war so it should be a movie because it, it, it's our big temple thing and no one's gonna stand up and go no it should be like a 10-part fucking high quality like hbo level tv series and it should be dark and gritty telling you the story about this so, man who's broken someone will be like well his wife and kids shouldn't be dead because that's sexist so they'll take away why he fights and all that shit like that and they'll just ruin the whole fucking show so this is what i forgot actually completely forgot my train of thought because this is what i was going to say during the elden ring thing but maybe think of it now because i was thinking about uh roshar i want a dark souls game based in roshar <laughs> what's roshar the world of stormlight oh. archive there's a lot of fucking TV show done right based in Russia, like on on the Stormlight Archives. Oh, well, that too. And, but and you could start by not editing anything. Well, no, I'm saying like a Dark Souls game with like the you know, I mean, all like the storm binding and stuff, which would be cool. 
Anyway. I was tempted to do a uh, fucking uh, Dungeons and Dragons one based on that. And I found like a PDF with some shit in it. Oh, no shit. But it wasn't, wasn't complete, so... And then I wanted to do Wheel of Time, but I was like, if I do Wheel of Time, Nate's gonna like. <laughs> oh, no. That's not how it worked. Yeah, yeah, I'll get into a whole. We'll get into a whole debate about that. Anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be cool. Um. So okay. So tomorrow, uh, the Batman comes out. The Batman. The Batman. All right now it's about the time for me to leave. Lee Batman. Uh, I gotta leave anyway. Batman. <laughs> Lee Batman. Anyway. Uh, that would be the French version. Yeah. Lee Batman. Lee Batman. Lee Batman. Lies. Lee. That was fun. Lee Batman. Lee, uh, I don't know. I don't know French. Oh, anyway. So. See, it would be L Batman. L Batman. <laughs> yeah. L Batman. Yeah. So, Batman comes out tomorrow. Um, and, yeah, I'm not going to go see it tomorrow, but I'm probably going to go see it on Friday. Uh, but. And I'm really excited. I remember seeing the first trailer. Uh, for this and being super excited because for me I always thought like if a character saw his parents get killed in front of him he is going to be a very fucking angry man mm-hmm. okay I know I would be if I saw his parents get killed I'd be a very angry person <laughs> um, just psychologically wise you'd be very angry or you'd be very prone to violence mm-hmm. uh, in general so when I saw him like in that first trailer and he gets a hold of that bad guy and just loses his mind <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be awesome. I was so excited. Well, what basically what they're thinking is that <laughs> this is before he f- f- decided to go, you know, billionaire playboy. <clears throat> so basically this what you what you saw. That's that's the Batman. Yeah. The playboy billionaire is just his alter ego, like his alternate. Oh, okay, but we do see him with like a big old expensive car. Well, so yeah, yeah, no, I know, but but what that <coughs> what that is is that's when he's like discovering that he needs to do that type of thing, All right. be different because that's his real personality. Yeah, so he acts like he's a dirt a dirt bag in front of everybody else, so they don't think he's Batman. Oh, okay. So because this is like supposed to be an origin thing too, right? Yes. Yeah. So this is like really early on, supposedly. Yeah. We don't really know. We don't. We don't but that's don't. what. But that's what people were saying. They think that uh, that personality right there that you see that's 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 him. That's the, the real him. Yeah. Bruce, Bruce Wayne is fake. Yeah, Bruce Wayne is fake. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, we see him angry wearing the Batman costume. Well, yeah, that's when he started wearing the Batman costume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then later on he. I'm guessing he was like, no, I can't be like that. <laughs> well, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Unless it's just like I said, unless this could be a reimagining. Like, mm-hmm. like, a, like I said, a person that walked their family get killed, there, there really isn't too much amount of therapy that's going to help you. Yeah, but it's also been 20 years. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Things like affect like, mm-hmm. uh, that's why nowadays, like, like for instance, like there's people that are affected for life from traumatic events. Oh yeah. Uh, like people that were in Vietnam and stuff were <coughs> affected for the rest of their life. Yeah. Um, and they're finding now, like they're experimenting. They want to experimenting uh, uh, with. You know, I mean, 
different technology experimenting on the brain, like neuro and stuff like that, trying to actually erase people's memory. And in they actually have been successful in erasing some people's memories. And so far, and that seems like that's the only thing that works, is erasing people's memories. Like a lobotomy? No, no. Okay. So memories are proteins stored in your brain. Okay. By erasing those, destroying those, like that memory is gone from your brain completely. It's just How do they find that memory? That's the thing. There's a lot of analyzing and stuff like that. You have to go under a lot of different like treatment mm-hmm. and watching and everything else to, to find those. And it's super hard. It's not, it's, you've only been successful like maybe 3% of the time. Mm-hmm. So, and what's the <clears> chance <throat> of them coming back? They don't. They don't? They don't. They're gone. Like you're killing the memory at the source. Yeah, but I don't know. If, I don't think they'd be able to like take out the memory of, the 10 years you had with your parents, maybe they could take out the memory of them getting shot. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. They're <laughs> like, for instance, like the experimental experiments they've done so far with real people is they've taking out the horrific, like car crash or whatever else yeah, 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 or yeah. watching this person get killed. They've taken out that memory. Like it's just a blank spot in their mind. Mm-hmm. They like, they remember the four, they remember the after, but they don't have the memory that caused they the traumatic event. Get rid of like long-term like memories. Um, well, the difference is where those are stored in your brain. That's not short-term and long-term are stored in two different parts of your brain. No, no, no. I know. I'm, I don't mean that kind of, I mean, like you knew this person for this long. Oh no. Yeah. They were just like that traumatic event. You just yeah. have a blank spot in your yeah. mind. Like, well, they were here one day and then they were, what gone. happened to Fred? Where'd Fred go, man? I don't yeah. remember that. He was yeah. in a car accident. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's kind of like, yeah. So, but they, yeah, that's still experimental, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's the thing I'm super excited about because I'd like, you mean, I think a vigil to person to have to, I think it would take a certain kind of anger to become a vigilante justice person. Mm-hmm. It would take that kind of anger to really go out and like take out somebody. Um, so like, and to have that, like hate that much hate. It would, good reviews too. Yeah. It would take that much hate to really go out and actually confront like, you mean these type of like king men and uh, kingmen like kingpin type characters mm-hmm. that are running like gangs and stuff like that are causing trouble within a city. It would take a certain amount of anger. And also it would take a certain point of not really caring whether you live or die either. Cause you just want to end this person. You know, uh, the guy who played the penguin had to fight to smoke a cigar. Oh, I didn't know. In the, in the show, in the movie, they didn't want them smoking. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. I guess Warner Brothers doesn't like people smoking. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, that's a, that's been a thing. They've tried to sway away from people smoking. And, yeah, but they make fake c- c- cigarettes and stuff. Yeah, so no, we can do didn't it. want smoking in general. Yeah, no, yeah, because they don't want to promote it, obviously. You know, I don't know. But it's a film. It's not. You're you know, not cartoon. Uh, not cartoon, but like Warner Brothers, like Batman cartoons have guys smoking in them. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like the first scene. Somebody's walking, steps into the puzzle, throws in a cigarette. Throws it. Yeah, they throws a cigarette. <laughs> um, no, that's true. Yeah, and, and I understand. That's just how media is and been lately. Mm. They just don't want to have that kind of image. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the thing we're gonna get into here because I'm super excited for this movie and I can't wait to go see it. Um, but. Now we're getting word that the Batman 2 uh, will be released in less than five years. Um, and they have been greenlit for the script. So obviously the script hasn't been written yet. 
but the fact that they're already anticipating it, hmm. uh, which is really interesting, which means this show, obviously the test audience loved it. You know what I mean? Or a certain producer was like, wow, I, you really have something here. Uh, start your next process for the next movie. Um, you know what I mean? And like Grandma was saying, not, doesn't mean it's definitely greenlit, but it means it has that much potential that people within the industry go, yeah, this actually has something for them to go, hey, let's start the next script. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think like Robert Patterson, like he is like, like, and he regret, like, obviously, if anybody's followed his career, he his biggest regret is playing in Twilight. But that's what kind of got him his name known as an actor. I don't think he would be anywhere without that. Yeah, because, like, he, he, he wasn't really well. A lot of people didn't even know he was in Harry Potter. No. Um, he wasn't well known at all. Um, and, uh, but he was good in Tenet. And it was, yeah, he was really good in like, Tenet. I. I saw him in another movie, but he kind of had the same kind of personality as as uh, Twilight. That that movie about the the twin towers that he was in there. Somebody he knew died in it. He was very emotional. And, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I saw that. One. It was a very. It was just a drama. I personally think like the best movie he's done uh, was The Lighthouse. Easily, and he did it with a veteran. Uh, you mean? Duo to a veteran actor in William Defoe, who's absolutely fucking incredible as an actor. Um, and to play, you mean, a side-by-side role that's just as important as a William Defoe character and pull it off. Holy shit. It was fucking amazing. And the fact that they had to pull off acting like they basically the acting had to be on par to equivalent to 19 like 30s. Oh yeah. So did, did they use like old? Yes, they camera used type yes, of footage. They used a lens from the 30s. Oh, and okay. they retro, uh, actively adapted it onto a 4K camera. So they had to create a, a lens mount for it. Yes. Huh. On the fly. Which is crazy. That's neat. Yeah, it is really cool. The the it's a 4K film that looks like because it was it was shot with equipment from the 30s and set adopted to modern cinematic film uh photography yeah uh but he like it felt like a film like an old uh mystery slash horror film from like the 40s and 50s it was awesome and his acting was just so on point and he and to pull off that kind of character uh shows a real real ability of acting in general so i think there's a lot of potential like i think yeah he's easily he's easily becoming one of the best actors of our time Despite his very like crappy start, and he had to get his foot in the door somehow. So, but you know I mean, in this, at, you mean retrospect, probably Twilight is probably the worst role he's ever played, and he knows that too. And now he's showing what he can really do as an actor. He used a Panavision Millennium XL2 and a 1930s to 40s Baltar lenses. Yep, that's crazy. What's yep. a Panavision? Ooh-wee. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> a yeah. That's the they've used that on like a bunch of things. The pan of it, the it's a wow. I think most of like the star, earlier Star Trek movies and stuff were all shot on that too. So and it uses film. Yep. Interesting. What's this double X black and white? 
it's not found. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing. They did shoot this on like film too. And then they had to convert like film is really easy to convert to. You can even convert film to 8K with no problem. As long as you have the original. Yes. The negatives. Yeah. Because yeah. it's very, very, very high resolution. People don't yeah. realize that. Yeah. How like film is actually super high resolution. Um, so, and it's easy, easy, really easy. That's why if you ever see, like, if you're watching like, a, like if you buy a Blu-ray collection or a DVD collection or whatever collection and you're watching it now and you're like, oh, I used to love the show and it still looks like, it looks like complete dirt mm -hmm. when you're watching it on your DVD or Blu-ray. It's because they, the originals are gone. And they've just been using that same thing over and over in the compression and. Yeah. And it's on video. It's mostly on tape yeah. and the tape is, they can't, there's no way to upgrade that. Yeah. It just looks like shit. Um, That's why when, like, they come out with, like, remasters and stuff, it's used from the original. The original. It looks awesome. Um, like, I was watching... Uh, I have uh, Night Court on my Plex, right? And it's actually fairly good quality. I don't know where the person got it from that I got it off of. Um, but it's fairly good quality. But... Um, I randomly some TV show, TV channel. I don't know what channel it was, was playing Night Court, and it looked like fucking dirt. Like it looked like it would be running a potato, and I was like, <laughs> "Where the?" F I was like, "I have a better version of this fucking show. <laughs> this looks like ass." <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that's the thing. Uh, do research if you're doing collections because if it is actually remastered from film, go buy it because it's worth it because it's really upgraded properly. Um, so. Yeah. So when you want to do your other that other channel thing we were talking about, we need to that's, figure out that's how other soon. And me and me, uh, me and uh, Tony Camper, we really got some a lot of ideas to really start like nailing down some episodes. Like mm. we just gotta shoot them. Holy shit, we have ideas, and we're probably a lot of times we're going to film. I think with like uh, obviously decent cameras, but a lot of shots I think can be done with like cell phones or GoPros. Because we don't need that quality. Because the idea is the grittiness. Like found footage type. Yeah, the idea is the grittiness of it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's going to be part of it. So, and uh, will that be uh, in production from a TPM? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A second channel <laughs> has to do with the TPM. <laughs> yes. Produced by TPM. Yeah. Tech Prime Media production. All right. All right. So this has been Tech Prime Media for Talking Gaming and Tech. Hope you enjoy the Batman when it comes out in a couple in tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I listened to this post. Hope you enjoyed the Batman. I hope I enjoyed the Batman. Um, and yeah, we're gonna be back here next week, hopefully Wednesday, six o'clock. Twitch.tv/slash Tech Prime Media, YouTube.com/slash Tech Prime Media as well. Go check out our videos. And I do like to say, I really hope the Ukrainian situation ends very soon. I yeah, I feel bad for the people that live in Ukraine, all the streamers and YouTubers that had to flee Ukraine. Um, and I also really, really bad for the people that actually are living in Russia that are streamers and gamers because they are going to suffer um, because every tech company is shying away from Russia. It's bad to be Russian right now, pretty mm. much. And I really feel bad for anybody within the tech industry or gaming industry. And on that note, we'll talk to you next week, hopefully on a little bit more, less somber note and more happier note. For the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, Tech Prime Media, everyone. And here's our outro.